Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Codex Prime Podcast. I'm your host, Maurice Rulo. It is Tuesday, December 20th, 2016, and we're on to episode 61, a very special Christmas episode of the Codex Prime Podcast. <laughs> it has nothing to do with Christmas. We're all just happy it's Christmas time. Uh, to my right, we have Victor. Victor, how are we today? Fantastic, man. Good. I uh, see so you see you are very in the spirit. I like the hat. Yes, I am. I'm Thank glad you. that I had three just sitting around. That was very <laughs> convenient. Sorry, Carl. Yeah. And our very special guest, which we'll talk to in a sec. I'm a Grinch, so <laughs> So you did say that. That is unfortunate. Someone who is not a Grinch is Eris. Eris, how are we? I'm good, man. I'm real good. You look good. Thanks. You're welcome. You do too. Thanks. You're fantastic. <laughs> That's very nice. <laughs> Carl can't say the same for you. I'm sorry. How are you today? <laughs> Yeah, I'm overdue for a haircut, but I'm doing all right. Uh, no, I think he means that Dallas Cowboy shirt, Carl. That looks awful. Mm-hmm. Listen, 12 and 2. I'm enjoying it. I'm <laughs> glad you're having me, fun. Let me live. Let <laughs> me Listen, live. Carl, I'll be the first to tell you I'm happy for you. I want to see you in the Super Bowl and crush your dreams. That's fair. Yeah. This is an underdog story. Just remember that. <laughs> get, get out of here, Carl Burch. Get out of you're here. You're on primetime every week, Carl. <laughs> Underdogs. That's like We're Ben Stiller. That's like Ben Stiller being the underdog in that dodgeball movie. They've been they've been number one in a bunch of power rankings like most of the season, but they're mm-hmm. the underdog according mm-hmm. to Carl. Mm-hmm. We're the underdogs. Uh huh. Carl Burns. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. And uh, we are joined today by a very special guest, Mr. Devin Laughlin from North Providence High School. Devin, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. Try and enjoy the day. Thanks, you guys, for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. Oh, yeah. Very happy to have you. Uh, yeah. Tell us a little about yourself and w- why you're on the show today. So I'm 17. I'm a senior in North Providence High School. I'm working on my senior project right now. Our topic or my topic is something pretty dear to my heart. I've play, been playing games for almost all my life. I'm pretty passionate about it. Um, I hear a lot of things or misconceptions about how games cause violent behaviors or is bad for the brain and i'm a pretty clear proof that it's not true i'm just trying to clear things up <laughs> i like that i like that a lot that's a thought that i've had in my head for a very long time yeah, yeah. you bad apples don't ruin the batch right mm-hmm. can't have a bushel of bad apples that is absolutely true just saying just one right or two yeah yeah kick that bad apple out but i've <laughs> <laughs> but uh yes i've that's something i've always said um i played a lot of games growing up both violent and non-violent, and I turned out just A-OK. So you did too, Devin. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I've been playing. Well, my favorite game is Call of Duty Grand Theft Auto. Recently, I just got Dead Rising 4. It's actually a really mm. good game. Mm-hmm. I've, I've heard good like things about already. that. Really? Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> Damn. Victor, Devin. he's kind of beating you. <laughs> Devin goes in. Damn. Yeah. I like that. I like that. That's how you game. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to go through um, our, our normal docket procedure. And, uh, Devin's going to join us in the show today, talk a little about the uh, latest topics, some of the movies and games we've been playing, and then we'll kind of d- dive down into the, the main topic being the video games and some of the things you know he'd want to talk about for his senior project. So we're very happy to have you here today. Uh, we'll, uh, you know, honestly, we'll lead it off with you, Devin. What have you played anything recently? Seen any good movies? I know that Star Wars is a big one, which we'll get to in a little bit. But um, played anything? I know you said Dead Rising. How's well, that? Yeah, like I said, Dead Rising, the most recent game. Um, for Christmas, I'm hoping to get the Skyrim remastered and mm-hmm. Watch Dogs too. Yeah. Uh, did you play Skyrim uh, back in the day? I did for a little bit. I didn't actually own it. My cousin had it. Mm-hmm. I was over at his house pretty often, so I played it for a bit. <laughs> that is a, uh, that's always been a tough game for me to play because you uh, you go in one direction, it takes you in a thousand different directions, and yeah. then uh, 14 hours have passed. That's mm-hmm. my problem with that game as well. <laughs> that being said, 
I bought the Skyrim remaster recently. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't played it yet. I haven't even had time to install that thing. It's just sitting there, pristine, untouched. I have Fallout 3 still. Uh, Fallout, Fallout 4 doing the same thing to me right now. <laughs> still in the wrappers? Yeah. No, I unwrapped it. Mine's still in the wrappers. <laughs> oh, so the father's you got was just looking in the book? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there, there's no book. That doesn't exist anymore. They don't oh, make no, books for games now. anymore, man. Yeah. That's back in the day. Yeah. That was one of my favorite this is, things. I, it bothers me to just leave things in the packaging. <laughs> I don't <laughs> like it. <laughs> That's great. Uh, how is Dead Rising 4? Have you played the other three? It is pretty fun. I played the first two. The third one I didn't really get into, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But so far, out of the first two, I'm enjoying the fourth one the most so far. Nice. Mm, Here Frank is back, right? That is correct. How's Frank doing? He's doing pretty good. Up to his killing zombie ways. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I thought a man return to his natural habitat. <laughs> I did I did hear that he returns to the same mall as in the first one and just kinda happens again. Which is the great thing about video games because they're just <laughs> so ridiculous. Yeah. Unfortunate uh, town. Yeah, yeah, that kind of sucks. Probably would have moved out of there after the first zombie <laughs> outbreak, if I'm being honest. Oh, that's yeah. pretty sweet. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Uh, playing anything else right now? You said, I know you said you're hoping for Skyrim. Yeah, hoping for Skyrim. Other than that, to fill my time, I did get um, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare, <laughs> mm-hmm. COD 4 Remastered. I have that. Mm. Um, I have Grand Theft Auto 5. I play from here and there. Um, before Infinite Warfare, I had Black Ops Three. Mm-hmm. So you're a big Call of Duty guy. Yeah, I've been playing them since COD Four, Modern Warfare Two, Modern Warfare Three, Black mm-hmm. Ops, all mm-hmm. them. I had World at War when I was younger. You're talking. You're talking to an old veteran here, <laughs> an old wily veteran. It's been. I haven't played Call of Duty. I've talked about it on the show before. I have not played Call of Duty since yes. Modern Warfare Two. You've retired. Yeah, I've retired. <laughs> I have. I've turned in the controller. At least for that game. Well, if, to make you feel better, I did too. Oh, good. That does make you feel a little bit better. So, yes. are you 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 go online? You play online? Oh yeah, I play online. I have mostly I play with my friends. Mm-hmm. Nobody else is on. I just kind of play Dead Rising by myself. But usually, I have a, mostly a full team of my friends to play with. Damn, nice. It's always nice to have a full <laughs> team. <laughs> I never I never played first person shooters too much. Um, not never been my thing until Overwatch. Mm-hmm. And Overwatch got me, <laughs> and it's never let go. <laughs> but, uh, I got I got a full squad for Overwatch. Maurice has a full squad for sure Overwatch. Do. Sure we, do. We go in. <laughs> yeah. So I actually we actually uh, just returned to Overwatch on Thursday. Oh yeah. Uh, we, got the, we got the gang back together, and we played a uh, the Christmas event is out, y'all. Yeah. Check it out. Yeah. That Reaper skin is super sweet. Have you seen that thing? No. Woo. I, I got the um. Woo. Uh, Winston. You got that yeah. thing? Got oh, it. that thing is so cool. <laughs> my first my first uh skin. Like the 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 free loot box that they gave yeah. you? Are you kidding me? <laughs> I've never gotten anything good out of those free loot boxes. It's always garbage. And also I need to give a shout out to my cousin Tom who actually just bought an X he bought an Xbox One because so, he was using his brothers, uh so he when he could play with us, but sometimes he couldn't, so we got his own. So we were playing and um we used to call you know, we used to go crazy, be like, Oh, super Winston, but it changed <laughs> He changed to Giga Winston, <laughs> which I thought was hilarious. Oh, I was laughing so hard. Oh, I laughing man, so hard. That Yeti skin is so cool. Yeah, I haven't actually used it yet because I haven't played as Winston, but I'm just going to throw it on just to use it. I like Winston a lot. Mm. I play as him. You play Overwatch? 
Unfortunately, no. I've heard of it. I've seen some of it, but I never actually got into it myself. Okay. You, you should. Yeah. <laughs> if you get your crew, if you get your crew, if they want to try something different. Yeah. Overwatch is where it's at. Yeah. Uh, some of my friends do have it. It's just I'm kind of cheap, and I'm <laughs> <laughs> pretty choosy about the games I buy. That's fair. That's fair. It did yep. take my brothers quite a while to convince totally myself. Understandable. Yeah. I feel you. That's cool. That's cool. Um, we'll get back to more into that Call of Duty because it's definitely something I want to touch on um, as we talk about more your, your subject. Um, Vic, what you been up to? What? What have you been up to? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the only question I ask you when I turn to you. No, I, I had a brain fart a la Carl, but anyway. <laughs> um, uh, last night I watched uh, WWE's final pay-per-view of the year, uh, Roadblock, End of the Line, mm. which was uh, your above-average episode of Monday Night Raw. Ooh, I did see some of your live tweets. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, uh, the first match of the evening was uh, The New Day defending their tag team titles against Cesaro and Sheamus. Let me guess. <laughs> they just broke the record. Yes. I let yeah. me guess. Yeah, they, they, they lost. Yes, they, they totally lost. lost. <laughs> they totally I knew lost. it. Wow. So, I knew it. So the new day, they broke a uh, demolitions all time tag team uh, record mm-hmm. reign of like four hundred and something days. Or yeah, four seventy something. Yeah, and so the new day, they lost in a, a fast paced match between Cesaro and Sheamus. I did like the finish where Cesaro and Sheamus made a fake tag to kind of throw off Kofi, mm-hmm. and they pinned him, and they won the belts. So that was cool. Um, I also liked uh, the. Um, uh, the uh, Neville, his return and his heel turn. Ooh! Uh, he came in. He laid waste to the three main cruiserweights in the cruiserweight division uh, tag, uh, uh, title match. Oh, that makes sense. He belongs in the cruiserweight division. I would say. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So he came Definitely. in. So he came in. He he beat the shit. He beat the hell out of them. <laughs> Some language. He beat the hell out of Rich Swan, the current cruiserweight champion, and he also beat down T.J. Perkins and Brian Kendrick to assert his dominance. Nice. So hopefully with Neville in the cruiserweight division, hopefully the, the crowd will actually care about the cruiserweights. Oh, they're not caring right now? Oh, no, because like since the cruiserweights moved to the main roster, you could hear a pin drop in the crowd every single match. Hmm. Cause, wow. Because like, like, the crowd is like not into them for some reason. It's because like they're not given any proper character development. Yeah, yeah, that's usually how it is. Back in yeah. the days of WCW, they used to get the crowd going. The first hour of Nitro was usually oh, the yeah. cruiserweights. Yeah. yeah. I actually, and I love I loved the cruiserweight division. Like, oh, yeah. Wrestling. That's why I used to watch WCW the first hour before I switched over to WWE because all the cruiserweights they were dope. Oh yeah, yep. And uh, so, so that should be interesting. Mm-hmm. And also the you also had the Iron Man, the thirty minute Iron Man match between Charlotte and Sasha Banks for the Raw Women's Championship. Who's, who is who? Is, who was the champion? Because I know they've been uh, switching it back and forth. Uh, Sasha Banks came in as a champion. Okay, and once, Charlotte. and once again they played hot potato. So Charlotte is the, now the four time. Raw Women's <laughs> Champion. <laughs> They're just trying to make your 16-time champion by the time WrestleMania like rolls around. Year. That's like that's <laughs> yeah. not even. Th- no, they, it's not even. That title debut debuted at WrestleMania in April. Yes. Yep. Wow, and there's already a four-time champ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. They yeah. want her to be a six-time champ like her father. Yeah. So, so currently the title is only exchanged hands between those two women, Charlotte and Sasha Banks. So <laughs> Sasha Banks is a three-time women's champion, <laughs> and Charlotte's a four-time champion. They, she's gonna hit 16 at this rate by next year. <laughs> Um, oh, but but yeah, that was uh, but it, it was it was a pretty solid match. Mm. And then you had the main event between uh, Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens for the Universal Championship, mm-hmm. which ended in a disqualification. Jericho came out and interfered on uh, Kevin Owens' behalf, so KO is still the champ. And, okay. and that match was nothing special. Mm-hmm. Was and Roman Reigns still the United States champion? Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. And they didn't even bother to mention that fact either. <laughs> <laughs> Did he come out with it? Uh, he did, but he kind of like slings it over his shoulder so you can't see the belt. Oh. 
Yeah. That's not nice. Yeah. So he, it tells you how much they he values the belt. Hmm. True. So so yeah, there was that. So an all 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 together an, an enjoyable event, mm-hmm. uh, as it were. Cool. Um, Did you uh, get a chance to see it, Carl? I watched like a little bit of the ending. I had like my laptop, I mean my tablet going with the uh, pay per view, and I had the Cowboys game going oh, right, on as right. well. So I was. And I was at work too, so mm-hmm. I'm like all over the place. That's right. I think I saw your yeah. snap. I may have seen your snap. Yeah, that's cool. Yep. So I well, saw that. Carl, that's called no. multitask. <laughs> yeah, I was really all over the place. Devin, are you a wrestling fan? I honestly, I haven't watched wrestling in a long time. Mm-hmm. But when I was younger, I was a moderate fan of WWE and Monday Night Raw. I got mm-hmm. you. Do you do you remember it as WWF at all? Um, no, I didn't watch it that far back. That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. That's funny. Now, man, you are making me feel old now. Ugh. We are we all are. old men. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we are. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, we do. We uh, we uh, we dabble in the wrestling conversation <laughs> here, time to time. I'm currently on a sabbatical from my wrestling watching, so I get it from these guys. So it's all right. Yeah. So your You're father has joined us on the Facebook Live, mm-hmm. yes. and he has asked us to tell you to stop slouching. <laughs> I have to lean into the mic, okay? <laughs> Do you actually plan on going back for the at least for the Rumble? I haven't decided yet. Okay, nothing is really piquing my interest. It's funny because like nothing has changed since I've stopped watching, except for the women's championship going back and forth like twenty times. Yeah. Like when I stopped yeah. watching, Kevin Owens was the champion. Okay, mm. Charlotte I think was the champion. Yep. The re- oh, the uh, New Day was the tag team champions. I mean, I guess that changed. Mm-hmm. I don't even think Sheamus and uh, Cesaro were tag team champions. And the only reason that they broke that demolition record is because one of the guys in demolition is suing WWE for concussion-related stuff. Oh, that's that's just how WWE oh. is. They're like, oh, you're going to sue us? You're off the record books. Uh, <laughs> just WWE being petty. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else, Vic? Um, I did see an excellent film uh, over the weekend, which just came out, starring Casey Affleck, a uh, great, great actor. It's called Manchester by the Sea. And it's uh, one of the funniest films I've seen about grief. Huh. Hmm. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a, <laughs> interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's it's a really it's a really good movie. It's an excellent film. It's a uh, uh, stars Casey Affleck, Michelle Williams, and um, Lucas Hedges. And the film is about Casey Affleck. He plays this uh, this janitor who's working in Boston, and he hates his life. He hates his job. He hates basically everything about existence and he gets some tragic news that his older brother uh dropped dead of a congestive heart failure so he has to travel up to the northern uh, coastal town of manchester by the sea this sounds hilarious so far (laughs) yeah isn't it like he so he has to travel uh, up up to manchester by the sea massachusetts to um uh, take guardianship of his 15 year old nephew and uh, and he's and he's not too keen on that because he has to uproot his uproot his mediocre life from Boston to go up there. And as you watch the film, you kind of you learn reasons why he's so why he's so hesitant to to move back to Manchester by the Sea because he has a lot of painful history there, as as you find out. And the reason why I say this movie is the quote unquote funniest movie about grief is because like as you're watching it, the mo- even though the movie has a depressing premise, like the its execution is actually real. It's actually realistic and it's actually pretty humorous like the writer director kenneth lonergan like he the dial he keeps the dialogue uh both serious and also funny at the same time so like it kind of tries to mirror, mirror like real life as much as possible and uh like there are like certain lines of dialogue which had me cracking up and especially like the the nephew who kind of tries to use his his uncle as a wingman so he can uh get girls 
and uh, and then and then and my, never mind that Casey Affleck's character is trying to work through his own issues. And Casey Affleck, man, I gotta say, like as an actor, I've been a fan of his since Gone Baby Gone back back in 07. and this was definitely a, his best performance. That was already like, 07? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, I feel like it was not mm. that long ago. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And uh, and and his performance here was great. Like like it was he was very subdued, very subtle. Like you could tell, like he's trying to, she's trying to like contain his emotions because he's he has to not only deal with you know his brother's death and he has to deal with like reasons why he did he doesn't want to go back and then he has to deal with his ex wife played by Michelle Williams and they have a really emotionally intense scene together uh, 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 in the film. And uh, the film is just well-written, well-directed, well-acted. I absolutely loved it. It's currently my second favorite film of the year. And I, I can't wait to watch it again uh, when it comes out on Blu-ray. So if you're a fan of great acting, Casey Affleck, great writing, check out Manchester by the Sea. It's not as depressing as you think it is. <laughs> Did you see Casey Affleck's SNL no, skit? Yes, I was, I was just getting ready to ask, that, ask about that. I, 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 I was about Dunkin' about Donuts. That as well. Oh, I haven't heard about that. It was um, hilarious. The he, best thing Casey Affleck had come out this weekend. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> So yeah, I guess you can check that out too. Yeah, it was really funny. He just plays a it was Boston super hilarious guy. Yeah. He's oh, the most he, Boston man yeah. ever. <laughs> oh, that's what's up. So yeah, check every it out. Boston stereotype uh, rolled into one within yeah. like what five minutes. <laughs> yeah, pretty much every caller to Boston sports radio ever. Pretty much, uh, <laughs> it's, it's that guy. <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah, check it out. Manchester by the Sea. And he has been Affleck's brother, right? Yeah, his younger brother. So weird. Yeah, yeah. He I could w- play Robin, <laughs> loser. Like, well, <laughs> he, he could be a good Robin or a Nightwing. Get I mean, out of your pick. I, I mean, look, I will, I will say this: like Casey Affleck, he's the better actor, but Ben Affleck is the better filmmaker, director. Hmm. Wait, wait, did he? Did Casey S., uh, Affleck direct this? No, he's oh. just started it. Does he direct? No. Oh, he's okay. Just an actor. Well, that would make sense then. I guess yeah. anyone's. <laughs> if I film and direct a movie, it means I'm a better director, Vic. <laughs> Well, I'm like, that's a good point. <laughs> I, I will say this though: Ben Affleck's been killing it since since he first directed Gone Baby Gone mm. in 07. Yep, we'll Ben see Affleck's how. directed several really good films. We'll see how yeah. the Batman. The goes. Town. You remember the Town? I do remember yeah. that. Yeah, it was a good movie. The Batman. We'll see how that goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's got another one coming out too. I right? trust yeah. Ben Affleck. Mm. Oh yeah, he has another one coming out. Live by Night. Yeah, plays, plays a Prohibition era gangster. Yeah, it looks good. Yeah. I trust him. Unlike. That other hobo who directed the Justice League movie. That was Zack Snyder. Yeah. Ew. All day, Ben Affleck. All we day. saw that coming from a mile away, Devin. We sure did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, saw, oh yes, yeah. he, he knew. He knew. Everyone knew. Yeah. Harris, what you been up to? Uh, I uh, played an interesting game uh, over the last couple of days. I got a little bit into Suda51's uh, latest game, uh, Let It Die, on the PlayStation 4. It's a free-to-play, roguelike, dungeon-crawler, uh, Dark Soulsy uh amalgam. So, <coughs> good excuse word. me. Yeah. <laughs> um, and like I said, it's, it's a free-to-play. Um, so you, you can go on the PlayStation Store, download it for free right now. And um, basically, the game starts you off as a person, a, a, a reanimated person i think um you start off on a train connected to a bunch of tubes and you just pick a character and that character comes to life uh you get off of the train at this random station and this skateboard riding skeleton death dude comes up to you and starts uh calling you senpai and tells you that his name is uncle death 
and that you are now. I like where this is going. Yeah, I, I did too. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that you are in the Tower of Barbs, and this tower uh, is inhabited by um, the living dead. So uh, your goal is to make it to the top of the tower where a great treasure awaits you. And the, uh, the, the catch of this game is that your character is completely and utterly disposable. As a matter of fact, at the end of the tutorial, your dude dies. And you get to pick a new guy and start all over again. So um, the way the game works is very interesting. You have uh, three weapon slots on each one of your hands. So the left and right trigger work as uh, your, your hands, basically. So you hit the right trigger, it triggers whatever weapon you have on your right hand or your fists. If you don't have anything, same for the left. And you kind of uh, go through um, different levels of the tower. Um, and at certain intervals, there's big boss fights. I haven't gotten to a boss fight yet, but the game itself is has a really, really quirky uh, sense of humor, which uh, you you notice right off the bat if you've ever played one of Suda51's games. Um, he's... Jeez, ah, what was that Wii game? Um, oh, is it Killer7? Uh, that's one of them. Uh, I'm talking about the one with the with the crazy dude with the lightsaber sword. Oh, um... He was like an assassin, or he wanted to be an assassin, and that's that's what he was doing. I, I forget the name of that game. Yeah. Uh, but that, oh, that game was no pretty more cool. Heroes. Yeah, yeah, No More Heroes. Yeah, that game is pretty cool. So it's got that same quirky uh, Suda51 sense of humor. So, um, you, you know, you can expect weird, weird characters, uh, crazy, uh, you know, design. Like the game itself, once you actually, like, die past the tutorial, you find out um, that the game is taking place inside of an arcade. So you zoom out in your character. You're just this dude who's playing, like, at this tabletop arcade cabinet <laughs> with Uncle Dan. <laughs> in front of you uh who turns on like the the holographic video game every time you want to play it and there's like this guy that's playing fighting games uh right right behind him and he's just like furiously like pressing the buttons and when you go and talk to him he tells you that he's too busy but he can give you tips later but right now he's on a d double death match so he can't talk to you um, and basically, you know, you go through the tower, you collect items, you can put it in your death bag. Um, the, the, the thing that makes it really difficult, um, is that your, the equipment in the game is, it's got like, uh, uh, durability ratings to it and almost everything you get is just almost broken. So, um, once you pick up a pipe, you'll usually be able to use it on like one, maybe two enemies before it breaks on you. So you have to, um, really be careful uh, of your resource management and things like that as you go through the tower um, if your character dies before you uh, you're able to make it back down to the uh, to the lobby uh, all of your experience and money is gone if you, if you make it down if you go back down you can bank all your money experience mm. and things like that and buy new items at the item shop and you can also refine items um so that they they're left there at the item shop so if you start over with a level one character you can go there and get some stuff so you're sort of slowly building up your arsenal mm. through you know people dying uh as you go through the game the other interesting thing about the game is that um it's got a a interesting multiplayer component to it where um if you die uh well first this is still in the single player realm here but if you die your old character stays at the place where it died and it becomes a hater 
that that's the name of the dead characters that the game uses. So um, it becomes a hater, and if you go back to that character or that that area, your old body will try to kill you mm-hmm. um, as as a living dead. And if you kill it, you get it. It's like the the haters are extra tough um, enemies, and if you kill them, you get extra experience items and and whatnot. Um, so you can kill your own hater. Uh, the other thing that that can happen is that other players can send haters to your game. And if they kill you, they can bring back items to their game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can sort of use that multiplayer component to go in and, you know, raid and kill lower level players and and take their stuff. Now you're the biggest hater I know. So <laughs> I'm sure that you're sending a lot of haters. I love I love things, man. <laughs> I'm I am not quite proficient enough to be sending out haters, but uh, yeah, let it die, man. For the price for the low low entry price of free ninety nine, free ninety nine, free ninety nine. I would say uh, you know take a plunge, especially if you like Dark Souls. I'm not even a big Dark Souls fan, but the sense of humor in the game sort of uh, you know it it got me. It's pretty good. Uh, yeah, check it out, Vic. I think you'd enjoy this. I know you're a Dark Souls guy. Yeah, enjoy those depressing, depressing environments. It's right up your alley. I mean, I like dark stuff. I don't mean like depressing <laughs> and dour. Come on, now. well, it's not depressing. This is more funny than anything else. Oh, but look that. at your track record. <laughs> Whatever, man. <laughs> I like that. Uh, anything else? Eh, I mean, I've been, you know, watching some stuff, but I w- I, we can save that for later. I like it. Goldberg, uh, how you been? But all right. Um, other than you know. Christmas shopping and stuff, and continuing on with my but latest. You won't comments. wear the Santa hat, Carl Bird. You <laughs> hater. You're the biggest hater I know. <laughs> yes, I Change am. My mind. I'm a Grinch, certified. But <laughs> uh, but yeah, I've um, continued on some of my, uh, you know, watching my Agents of Shield and reading some comics. The um, I got the latest episode. I mean, that episode. Um, latest issues of Briggsland, which I'm gonna get into later on tonight, and then also I got the latest episode. Um, I keep saying episodes. <laughs> the latest issue of uh, the Sons of Anarchy Redwood Original. So, um, have you, was you ever a Sons of Anarchy fan? I watched it for a while. Actually, <clears throat> my whole family watched it. I th- believe we watched at least three seasons, hmm. and then we kind of fell off. Unfortunately, I'm hoping maybe sometime soon to get back into it. Actually, it's all on Netflix. Is I was gonna say it's on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. I was like, doing a prequel soon too, right? It's actually going to be a spinoff for the Mayans, which is a um, which is a, like their rival motorcycle gotcha. gang for a while. Mm-hmm. And Victor and I actually have a deal: is if he uh, he watches Sons of Anarchy, I'll start watching the Shield. Have you started? No. Okay. Um, <laughs> Carl is watching the, sh- the Shield, right? I haven't started. Yeah, oh, I'm the Shield. Yeah, ah, the yeah. Shield. Mm. So many shields. <laughs> yeah, <they are. laughs> okay. So, and then I've also been on a on quite the adventure trying to get the uh, classic NES now. You guys know me. I know I love my nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Anytime, well, we know, Carl. Anytime I can go back to a time where I, oh, the only responsibilities I had was to do good in school and do my chores, <laughs> I'm all for it. So you were looking for the NES Classic Edition? Yes. Okay. Yes. So it's actually it actually started. Well, I've been going, you know, going to Game Stops here and there on my ch- in my travels just to try to. Hey, trying to get some type do of they info. they laugh at you when you go in and ask for it? I'm sure they do. They're just like, hey, we just ain't got it. You should be like, is it in the back? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've asked. I've asked. It's crazy. They only, uh, like, each store. I honestly wouldn't even check GameStops, man. Oh, no. They'll get, like, three at a time. 
mm. at random at random times, and you just gotta get lucky. Yeah, I did hear that Amazon in some states has replenished their stocks. Really? Uh, yeah. I, what do you mean some states? I Amazon sells to everyone. Uh, the whole country. Just, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, apparently, Nintendo uh, made a made a deal with Amazon that if you live in certain states, like including DC, then you can order the NES Classic. It w- it will be available. What the what? E- what? I, I really don't what? understand. Yeah, but even then, it's still limited supply. So yeah, That's I really don't understand awful. why what do those they states make it do? so difficult. Jerks. Hmm. Yeah. I do want that eventually. I will be getting that just because it's so cute. I mean, there are other ways you can play those classic games though. So. This yeah. is true, but um, but it's just uh, it looks so cute. <laughs> <laughs> Even if you just put it on like a counter. But or actually, like last Tuesday when I left here, I just stopped out at GameStop, and they said Friday we're gonna have three as soon as so you have to come as soon as you as soon as they open. So I'm like, damn, Friday, I gotta work. All right, here's what I did. I w- woke up at five in the morning, <laughs> got dressed and everything. I actually had a real busy day that day, mm-hmm. so I drove early to pick up my client. Picked him up, not even on the clock yet. Clocked in, drove all the way back to West Warwick. Only to find out, first of all, there was already, already like three ladies that were there. Waiting for the NES? Yes. Are you kidding me? Yes. Ladies. Yes. Ladies. Remember, when I t- <laughs> remember when I told you when you were selling that PS4, you're going to get some soccer moms who are really desperate around Christmas Day who are going to wait in line. Yeah. They'll- yes. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. Please continue. <laughs> and then it turns out that the store didn't even have any. Wow. <laughs> so I was like, all right, whatever. So then earlier this week I get a I get um I get a link sent to me that Best Buy was gonna have a good amount of them. So I went as soon as I got off of work this morning, I work overnight, so I got off at six AM yeah, I got off at six AM, drove down to the Best Buy in Warwick, and um so I, I get out there and I'm like, okay, I'm I'm all right. I'm second in line. I should get something. <laughs> so an employee walks out and says, "Oh, says, oh well, um, we already gave out tickets <laughs> <laughs> for people who were camping out since nine o'clock last night." <laughs> really? Wow. Yes. So they said the bet your best chance you have a chance if you come back at nine. They have until night. They had until night. The store opened at eight. They had until nine to claim it. Okay. So I was oh, like, so if right. they didn't come back? So I was like, you know what? Let me take a chance. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Went home, watched an episode of Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D. Came back. Gone. That's where you messed up, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> Should have waited at the door and kneecapped them so they couldn't make it. As a matter of fact, somebody like had their ticket. They were claiming, but they didn't have enough money. So another... What? They, like, they had money in the car, so they had to run to the car. So some girl... Tried to come in and take their copy from underneath <laughs> them. They wouldn't let her do it, and she was just like going crazy. Wow. Did they have enough money in their vehicle? Yeah, well, forget her then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah, it's only fair. Nice, yeah, nice so try she, though. Nice try. I mean, I have camped out before for Nintendo Wii. Um, me too. Was Best worst. Buy. What's crazy is like at Best Buy, there's like no Nintendo consoles there. Yeah. Like, like the the only thing that's thing, in that aisle is just Target. Games. Like I check, I don't like go out of my way to to try and find one. Or well, I go in my you, I go right? in my travels, but no, if I get a tip, no, I mean, no. I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna take my chances. Yeah. I'm gonna say, don't you need a Wii U for your collection? I do. Yeah. yeah. Once they drop to fifty bucks or yeah. whatever, I'll get one. <laughs> 
I never got that stupid thing because I don't want it. No, yeah, I don't want this it either. Sucks. I just want for the. I just want the. I switch. do need it for my collection though. So true, at some true. point, I have to get one. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're a completionist. Yeah, I mean, I have every Nintendo console. Uh, yeah. So no, I, I need the, that one. Even the Virtual Boy. It, I mean, every every everyone that matters. Console. Well, every well, console. Well, the Wii. It's a handheld, bro. Well, the Wii U doesn't really matter, does Technically it? Technically, it's a handheld. Technically, the Virtual Boy is a handheld. True. But yeah. I'm saying that, you know, the Wii U doesn't matter. I mean really. home consoles. Console that plugs into your television, television. Victor. Yeah, it no, matters, Vic. I, Victor. I know, is there you, a Zelda on it? <laughs> yes, that it matters. But you mentioned that you, you're getting consoles that matter. And Wind, the Wii Wind Waker U, HD, bro. We, the Wii <laughs> U doesn't really true. matter. Doesn't Here's it. the thing. If the, the regular Nintendo gave birth to the Super Nintendo, which gave birth to the N64, which gave birth to GameCube, which gave birth to the Wii, which gave birth to the Wii U. Yeah. There you go. It's okay. like a father grandfather thing. There is a lineage here. There is a black sheep. There is a black sheep in every family, <laughs> and there's still family. That's right, Colbert. There, but you still matter. You still count. <laughs> uh, now, if anyone's wondering if they enjoy nostalgia and they don't quite need an NES Classic Edition, there is a Sega Genesis Classic edi- Classic Edition. I on plan Amazon on getting that too for fifty bucks on Amazon Prime, but it won't be in stock till December twenty seventh. And so. no one cares. The original se- Sega Genesis was dope. dope. Yeah, but I'm saying no one cares. There's no one camping out for a Sega. Oh, Genesis Oh, I think it's been out for a while. Edition. Yeah, I actually saw one at Best Buy, and I was like, not Best Buy at GameStop. I'm like, oh, mm. they actually have one of those. Devin, as the resident young man in today's show, have you played any of these older consoles? Uh, when I was younger, I started off with Nintendo 64. Mm-hmm. Uh, my grandma 64. gave uh, me and my brother uh, Atari. Ooh. Oh, nice. Wow. Oh, damn. That's pretty sweet. Asteroids and all that. Mm-hmm. Pretty fun. That's what's up. Now, have you I need to get me an Atari for my collection. Mm-hmm. Have you played any of the older classic games like the Mar- I know you said you're... You enjoy the shooters, uh, the first person, third person. Have you played any of the classic Mario, Zeldas, all that good um, stuff? Yeah, I don't believe, I, don't, I can't remember playing Zelda on a Nintendo 64, but I did have it for like the Wii. I did have um, Mario definitely for Nintendo 64. Mm-hmm. Um, going on to the Wii, Mario Kart was one of my favorite oh, games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, there's, with that virtual console, there's, you say you dominated? <laughs> 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 Who's your go to? Um, Mario. <laughs> Solid choice. I was always a Luigi man myself, being a younger brother. I also dominated, but I retired from Mario Kart too and Super Smash Brothers. Uh, that's great. There's, you retire from an awful lot of things. There should. There needs to be. A, we've talked about this. There needs to be an end. There's always an ending. Put it down. I will never away. retire from Street Fighter. Bro. I mean, if someone's never, if, if I go over someone's house and they're like, never. "Hey, let's play Super Smash Brothers," like, are you sure? Because I'm gonna destroy you, like I did my nephews a couple years ago. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite games, Smash yeah. Bros. I love it. Oh man, Smash Bros. is what's up. Yep, Street Fighter's way better, but Smash Bros. Hey, is pretty Mortal cool. Mortal Kombat's my game. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nah, nah. Street Street Fighter is where it's at. The mm. classics, the classics never go out of style. That's true. Well, do you still? You don't play it in the older ones, so do you? I still go back and play Street Fighter 3 from time to time. Nice. That game is just ageless. That was a that good game. It's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. If I had to go back and play a Super Smash Brothers, it'd probably be Melee. Which GameCube is the best one the out of one, the right? whole bunch. Yeah, yeah. 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 I think yeah. I'm pretty sure some one. competitive places still play that. Yeah, it's the yeah. most balanced one. Gotcha. It's the bestest out of Unless the bunch. Meta Knight sure. jerk. <laughs> Meta Knight's. Yeah, yeah, I see over there. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Anything else, Carl? Other than collecting my uh, Marvel hip hop covers, mm. 
That's it. Yeah, share those out on the page. I like. Uh, I see those on your Snapchat from time to time. Those are pretty sweet. I think you have been sharing them, right? The yeah, Marvel some covers. of yeah, the yeah. ones that more more of my followers like would mm-hmm. know. Like no, um, the latest Nova issue is a tribute to um, Chance the Rapper's coloring books. So I posted that one, and I just happened to love the new slapstick with, um, which is a tribute to Consequences. Don't quit your day job. Mm-hmm. So I posted those two most recently. But whenever, yeah, if I know, like, yeah, I know my followers would know this one, then mm-hmm. boom, I'll snap it. I got you. I like it. Cool. Um, I myself am playing some Super Mario Run, which is the new uh, oh, yeah, mobile game out, huh? that dropped. I've been playing that one, too. Yeah, it's, uh, it's the new Mario iOS game, which will be Droid next year. Um, it's interesting because it's mobile. And it's Mario and uh, Nintendo. They've I don't think they've ever done a straight up mobile iOS app before. Oh yeah, they have. I mean Tomo. Ah, uh, three, yeah, 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 but not with like one of their peep, you know, right. Mario Link, all that stuff. Yes. Um. So it's an interesting game because it's an interesting course of action because it's not free to play with microtransactions like Pokemon Go, which was Niantic, not Nintendo. They really just didn't have anything to do this to licensing. They didn't really do anything with that. They had, which to, they had to collect money. Yes, yes. <laughs> which is hilarious because all this, when the Mars, Pokemon Go came out, Pokemon's, uh, I mean, a Nintendo stock went way up. And they had to come out and tell their stock buyers, holders, like, no, it's not really us, just so you know. <laughs> uh, but it's actually still been pretty high since that game dropped. So with this game, Super Mario Run, it's literally just Mario running. He will just go straight. <clears throat> and you only need to use one hand, which is the big thing with Miyamoto, uh, the creator of Mario. And resident genius at Nintendo. Um, you really just have to touch the screen to make them jump. And I've played quite a few wor- worlds. After the first world, it is a $10 buy-in to get the rest of them, which has caused a lot of drama. Wow. Because usually mobile games, like I said, are free to play, mm-hmm. and then you have microtransactions, and the average Pokemon Go player pay- has spent at least $20. But it's weird because it's free to play, but it, it makes you think it's free. But you, you have there's little things you have to do to really continue or make it worth your while. Mm-hmm. Uh, the funny thing with this game is that it will, you pay $10 and it unlocks everything. You never have to spend another dime to do anything. But people don't like that because <laughs> people, they get. Yeah, $10 for uh, Mario Funkin' seems pretty steep. It You would think, you would think, but it, it, does open, it does open up quite a few worlds. I've already played it at least a couple hours. Is a. Uh, is a couple, is a good now, when you say world, is that, is that multiple stages? Yes, there's per six world? oh, worlds okay. and five stages per. Oh, you can, okay. You can run through each stage fairly quickly. I think it's like a 90-second timer. Mm. Um, but the way they get it to go multiple times is that you have to collect coins, so five coins in each map. Uh-huh. So you collect five, and then there's five more, but it's harder to collect. And it's actually a little deep. You have to like make Mario jump off walls. There's switches that make him go the other way. Oh, um, also, then there's other modes where you can race against other people. Uh, so there's different stuff you can do, and you get you can build a little kingdom. It's like a kingdom builder. Hmm. Um, but you don't have to pay to like get a fence. You just have to play the game and collect tickets and do that. Um, but you think it's steep, but like Pokemon Go, eventually most people. I don't think Eris. I don't think you've spent any money on it. On Pokemon, Pokemon Go, uh, couple bucks, like two dollars. Yeah, so usually, yeah, I spent twenty dollars myself. I actually got it refunded, but I did spend twenty dollars. Uh, I know if I got through, you spent you a couple spent bucks. Nothing. So yeah, most people will spend. I'm a few the dollars only in one that. here that actually spent money on Pokemon Go. I think Vic did. I did too. He got a refund too. Did you? No. Oh, what you didn't? No. Oh wow. Okay. I didn't <laughs> okay. Did you play Pokemon Go? 
I thought all um, of you no, had. Honestly, I wasn't really much a Pokemon fan. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Vance Offender. Oh, my God. <laughs> Growing up, it's I was okay. more of a Yu-Gi-Oh! and Digimon. Oh, that's cool. Oh, wow. That's Digimon, unusual. Digital <laughs> monsters, Digimon are the champions. I did enjoy that show. Um, <laughs> that's cool. Uh, so, yeah, so it's weird. So all the reviews, this is why I hate reviews for anything. You see it on Amazon. You see it with games. Just because it's because it's a ten dollar buy in. Now I read ahead of time that it was going to be ten dollars, so I knew that going yeah. in. Carl Bird, it sounds like you did not know. I did not. Hmm. So yeah, I was ready for it. I was like, yeah, ten bucks. You know, it's it looks like a pretty fun game. I as long as I spend time with it, that's how I usually will say, oh, it's okay. You know, a dollar an hour or something like that. And I've already played, like I said, for at least two hours. Um, the different stages, different ways to collect the coins. It's pretty fun. So I'm enjoying it. Um, I just love Mario. He's a f- Fun little guy. Hopefully it expands. No. Yeah. Look behind you. I know, exactly. That's one of my favorite ones. One of my favorite ones. That's a really, really good one. I would say that is the best. Yeah, one of the mm. best ones. Yeah, it's, it's... Like, I honestly, I want the NES Classic just for that Mario. That's right. Yeah, they'll be on there. That's cool. They should do all the different classics. That'll be really dope. Uh, so, yeah, I'm enjoying it so far. Um, but it, it's cool because you can play the first four worlds to see if you like it. And then go from there. I collected so there's five coins to collect, and each one has this five, this three sets. So I did them all in the first ones. I was like, this is pretty fun. I'll spend ten dollars and do this more. And yeah, I'm enjoying it. You can uh, you can fall and fail, but you have a little bubble that'll get you out of the ground. But you only have two or three of them. And then as soon as they're done, you you lose a level. You start over. But it's cool. Nice. I'm enjoying it. It's um, it is fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Miyamoto was really into it, and I. Miyamoto's the kind of guy that I trust. He's never steered me wrong, so playing it right now, that. and it seems like a pretty fun little game. Yeah, I tell you, boy. Play those first couple uh, levels and see how you do. I'm doing some Toad Rush right now, whatever that is. <laughs> I think that's when you race <laughs> other people and you collect tickets and stuff. It's it's pretty fun. Uh, anyone else have uh, anything else have been up to? Uh, well, mostly just trying to survive the struggles of school. <laughs> <laughs> the struggle is real, my Wait, friend. Hold up, what was high school in 2016? Pretty horrible. Too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I dread waking up to go there every day. Wow. <laughs> he's uh, he's joking. <laughs> <laughs> um, I ca- I can tell you can't see Self-class. his face, but it's super. Dr- it's a hilarious face. <laughs> well, in my free time, uh, like I said, other than Dead Rising and Infinite Warfare, I haven't really played any recent games. Um, semi recently, I've watched a pretty good film, the uh, Ben Affleck's The Accountant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that doesn't know it's basically he grew up as a kid did the mental disability I can't remember off the top of my head what exactly it was but he ended up growing up and being able to sort of control it and use it as an advantage and he became a super smart mathematical accountant was it Asperger's? Is that it? Uh, yeah, it was. yeah, I think it was. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. And um, he has his own super smart accounting little business is really like low key, and he kind of um. But a pretty large amount of his clientele is criminals, and he actually learned from somebody that worked for, like, the mob, I think, how to, like, secretly take out money from them. Mm-hmm. But in case, like, things get dangerous and they catch on to him and they try to kill him, he's also a highly trained killer. Mm. And um, things take a turn for the worse, and a lot of people die. <laughs> <laughs> and he collects money while doing it. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. That was one of these other... I did not see you that. You didn't see it? Okay. Yeah. 
check it out. <laughs> really good movie. That's cool. That's cool. Uh, ben Affleck's an interesting case now because now that he's doing WB, he'll do a Batman, and then WB will let him do whatever he wants, and it'll be Batman, and then he can do whatever he wants. So he's got a pretty sweet gig going on. Good it's for him. Bad. I would do that. Batman movie. Yeah. yeah. How'd you? What'd you think of Batman versus Superman? Um, I know a lot of people hated on it, but to be honest, I love pretty much any movie DC or Marvel that comes out. Mm. You're still young. <laughs> 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 I'm glad you enjoyed it, though. That's cool. Yeah, it is just cool to see the superheroes up there. I can definitely see that. Yeah. If I, I were relate. still a young man in high school, I'd probably be feeling the same way. Mm. Feeling the same way. Uh, we're gonna. Anything else? Uh, no, that's pretty much it. Cool. Uh, we're gonna roll through some of the news real quick, and then we'll uh, jump into the video game talk. Vic. All right. Got some news and items for y'all. Mm-hmm. Uh, this Thursday, December 22nd, Steam will have their annual winter sale. Not as popular as their summer sale. Yep. But they still have some pretty good deals out there. Not as popular as they used to be. Yeah. yeah I last used to buy yeah. so much stuff on the Steam sales. I haven't bought anything in like the last three. Mm. Yeah. Like I used to buy uh, a good amount of games and then I'd play like two of them and then forget that I downloaded the rest. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, the joys of being a PC gamer. <laughs> uh, the sale will end on January 2nd, 2017, so got a bit of a time to get some good good deals. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Street Fighter V Season 2 begins today. Aw, yeah. I know you got some things to say about that, Aris. Um, the Season 2 includes Akuma and a large number of gameplay balance changes, which are all fully described in a 92-page PDF provided by... <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Provided by Capcom. Wow. Yep. Aris, okay, I'm gonna have to check that out. When we yeah. coming over to play? Uh, I don't know, Carl. I'll let you know, but you are in need of some good beatdowns. <laughs> Trust <laughs> me. <laughs> I will um, hand them to you. Yep. Also, an interesting thing about season two of Street Fighter Five is that rage quitters, uh, players who quit in the middle of matches, will be publicly shamed. On the uh, on the servers. Oh snap! Ah, dear. So like uh, players who like who like frequently disconnect during matches will be matched with other players who do the same thing, <laughs> and uh, also the worst offenders and the most honorable players uh, will have special icons displayed on their fighter profiles. Uh, that's <laughs> great. So you can avoid wow. people. That's Woo. awesome. And, and There'll be some online bullying. <laughs> that's fantastic. Oh yeah. And the cherry on top, uh, any t- anytime a player disconnects during a match, their league points will be deducted as if it were a loss. That's fair. Oh, nice. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. I like that. I hate rage quitters ever since forever. Oh, God. Yeah. So all you rage quitters out there, get good. <laughs> just, uh, take, just, take, just take your ass whoopings like a man. Mm-hmm. Agreed. No, I'm not the best player in the world. I do okay, but when I'm losing. I take take that. I yeah. take that whooping. Yep. You learn from it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You learn. You learn how to lose well. Ain't that right, Carl? Cowboys <laughs> fan. Let's move on. Twelve and two. <laughs> this, Quiet. This, this season's really taken the steam out of the Cowboys' hate. Uh, season's been so magical for them. You know, I'm actually happy for them. Quiet. These haters been quiet. Like they came out last week, but then. Against Tampa Bay, they just uh, they went back into hiding. Yeah, you know, as long as the Cowboys win and the Patriots lose, I'm happy. Anyway, high five. Uh, yeah, boom. Carl Burst, that was a <laughs> terrible high five. And you're talking, oh, yeah. Carl Burst talking about haters. Yeah, He's used literally two, the number one. Two, between you two, you guys have the worst. He high is. Five. He is the number one hater for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, other news. Most uh, diabolical hater this side of the Mississippi. <laughs> Uh, other news, uh, WB Games Montreal uh, will be working on a Batman Damian Wayne video game. They're the developers of Batman Arkham Origins. That is very interesting. Damian Wayne is the new hotness in mm. DC. Um, I wonder if that's going to take place in the same universe because 
Damian Wayne is Robin in the current. Well, there's a shit. There's a lot of Robins, mm-hmm. but the most like recent is Damian Wayne. Yep. Um, but in the Arkham universe, um, Dick Grayson is Nightwing. Tim Drake is Robin, mm-hmm. and Damian Wayne doesn't exist at least as far as I know. At least he wasn't in any of the Arkham games. Yeah. Um. So that'll be interesting. Arkham Origins. It's kind of the black sheep of that series because it wasn't made by Rocksteady, but that game has the best fight with uh, Deathstroke, mm. who is apparently going to be the bad guy in the new Batman movie. Yep. And Deathstroke was wholly underused in um, Arkham Knight. So if you want to see awesome Deathstroke, watch the fight. Play that game for the Deathstroke fight itself because it is really awesome because he's like the only guy that can go toe-to-toe um, with Batman. And in the recent comics, he went toe-to-toe with Superman. So check that out too. Sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I can dig it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, other news. Also, the first official trailer for Blade Runner twenty forty nine just dropped. Saw it. Um, what do you think about it, Carl? Seems cool. I'm definitely gonna check it out. Yeah. Have you seen the original Blade Runner? No. <laughs> oh, okay. Well. <laughs> well, I'm definitely gonna check it out. I'll go back and watch the originals. <laughs> <laughs> that was the most Carl Bird sequence of the month. It really was. <laughs> uh, but I will say that I was. Um, it was. It was very brief, and it, and the trailer didn't give a whole give out a whole lot. But I was impressed with, with what I saw. Like, well, vis- it was just a teaser, right? Oh yeah. But visually, it looks stunning. Uh, Ryan Gosling stars as the new protagonist. And since Harrison Ford is in it and the film takes place 30 years after the original Blade Runner, it does answer the question whether or not uh, Harrison Ford's character in the first film was a replicant. Obviously, he isn't because he's human. And replicants only live up to four years in Blade Runner. So, yeah, looking forward to it. Looks should be awesome. And uh, last last news headline here, the AFI, American Film Institute, announced their top 10 TV shows and movies of the year. Uh, their top 10 films include Arrival, Fences, Hacksaw Ridge, Hell or High Water, La La Land, Manchester by the Sea, Moonlight, awesome film, Silence, Sully, and Zootopia. And they're- It's like the most Victor Amoyo <laughs> list ever. Yeah. Can I just say that Hacksaw Ridge was an extremely great movie? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was. It was intense. Oh, yeah. It was violent as all get Is out. Is it the Saving Private Ryan of its generation? I'll say so. Yeah. Mm. I'd say so. That was a wild, yeah. Is that not the Mel Gibson movie? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think he reviewed it. It might have been a few weeks ago when you weren't here. I actually checked that out. Yeah, I I read it just last week. Yeah. Good good to get another recommendation, Devin. Good to know. Sometimes you can't trust Victor. His (laughs) tastes skew a little bit dark. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Don't be fooled. I mean, I I, I like thematically challenging films. That's fair. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, real quick, uh, top ten TV shows from by the which AM. he means a lot of terminal cancer. cancer. <laughs> All right, I'm sick of this. The more meme cancer, that, the better. I am so sick of this meme that Victor likes terminal <laughs> cancer patients in movies. I don't. All right, if it services the story, then cool. Go you like Deadpool, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> so did y'all. So did y'all. Like I said, your track record speaks for itself, Vic. Whatever, man. Anyway, uh, to wrap this up, top ten TV shows from the AFI include. The Americans, uh, Atlanta, uh, Better Call Saul, The Crown, Game of Thrones, The Night of, The People versus O.J. Simpson, American Crime Story, uh, This Is Us, Veep, and Stranger Things. Hmm. Was Westworld in there? Sorry, I didn't. Uh, didn't no, no That's Westworld. Pretty whack. Westworld, I'm actually gonna get into. I heard another podcast say it seems like God wrote that. 
Wow, that's impressive. That, that was pretty good. That that's high praise. Good. Damn, I would not go quite that far, <laughs> but it is a really good show. <laughs> I want to. I it. suggest you check it out. Oh, yeah. uh, haven't you guys seen Stranger Things? Yes. yes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. We did a full show on it. Yeah, yeah it was fantastic. Yep. Mm. Yep. Awesome show. I hope they can keep it up. That's. My fear is that 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 was a one season thing, and they're not going to be able to keep it up. Um, but I, I have I have high hopes for it. I have high expectations. Winona as well. Ryder. Mm. That that one kind of came out of the blue. Winona Ryder was real up and down in that first <laughs> season. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she didn't really give her that much. Like, she just be to, crazy. She needs to switch it up a little. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I guess you're right. She yeah. she was not given very much in that. I did season, enjoy it though. That was like I said, it was out of the blue and it was yeah. fun. Yeah, it came out of nowhere. Now that there's actual expectations mm-hmm. for the show, mm-hmm. let's see if they can meet them. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I'm with mm-hmm. you. Uh, now, main thing we're going to talk a little about video games, what we've been into recently, Devin, with your project. Did you have anything that you wanted to get into before we really talk about our, the stuff we've been playing? Um, I have some questions made up for throughout the show if you guys want to start with Yeah, that. yeah. Right, you guys want to do that? Let's do it. Yeah, Don't worry about us. Don't worry about our docket. That thing's trash. Okay. <laughs> 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 just kidding, Vic. Couldn't do it without you. That's right. Carl just... Just hold his mic, Carl. Let's go right. ahead. So, um, obviously, there's <laughs> always go two sides to every story. There's good and bad things for almost everything. But um, in your guys' opinion, what are like mainly the good and bad things that come from kids playing video games? Uh, I think that uh, for, uh, I am the only father here. Mm, that out is of true. The group. <laughs> um, I do not play very many video games with my daughter, but I've I've explained that um, she she watches me play uh, Ratchet and Clank from time to time. Um, I think that uh, it, it's a it's a bonding experience for for uh, you know us uh, guys that have been gaming for a long time. Uh, it also obviously st- if it's the right type of game, especially you know, it, I find that age appropriateness is something that you have to be very uh, conscious of. So um, I don't want her to see me playing any violent video games or right. anything like that while she's two years old. Um, so I I keep her away from that stuff. But uh, you know, when she's old enough, I plan to introduce her to Mario and 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 you know some some of the older stuff that I really enjoyed. Um, that that is simple uh to sort of get into hard uh, to master that kind of thing um it, it obviously uh can build your your dexterity your your uh motor skills that type of thing obviously your reflexes uh i also find that um from my experience growing up i played a lot of rpgs and my my reading skills are pretty good cuz i read a lot playing those games so uh you know there's i I find uh you know much much as you do that video games are uh wrongly maligned uh in in certain uh circles by certain people um but it's i feel like those stereotypes are kind of slowly um going away uh nerd culture is now uh, you know, big. It's it's the hip thing. Nerds are in. We we're taking over the world, Devin. <laughs> so <laughs> join up. So there's uh yeah there's there's t- in in my mind there's definitely a lot of positive things that can come from it if you uh 
if you monitor it correctly and, and you sort of introduce it to uh, to kids um, in, in the right manner, um, same same as you as, as a young man, I played a lot of violent games uh, and I turned out okay. But, you know, my parents are also there to, to sort of steer me in the right direction. The, the par- parents being there, uh, I feel like, is, uh, is a main component to, to, to sort of that, that moral um, com- uh, piece of the puzzle there. Yeah, I think p- the parents do have a huge impact on mm-hmm. the games that kids are exposed to cause in rea- because in reality, there are rating systems for games yeah. for like... Um, yeah, the ESRB. Uh, yep. The Mature, the team, team yeah, everyone, like E10. Yep. And, and <laughs> <laughs> it's the parents True. that buy the games for the kids. So if they're buying like their 10-year-old kid or an M-rated game, yeah. they're slaughtering people, that's kind mm-hmm. of their fault. Right, exactly. It's I agree. Same thing with the, you know movies and television. They do have their ratings. Um, I won't lie. When I was younger, I saw an R-rated movie or two. I also played a mature movie or two. But, you know, with parental guidance they know the different things you're playing i've also had mature games taken away from me as a <laughs> younger child so if the parents watching it that's what the label's there for um and i i'm happy that those labels are there they should be um but if you can go in as a 13 year old and buy an r-rated movie ticket in my f- feeling it's the parent it's also the seller who is selling it because the laws are there um if someone doesn't have the you know the license to buy a mature game they shouldn't pick it up in my opinion um but that's that's really my big thing is the label. It's there for a reason. People should use it. Um, obviously, some people are more mature than others. They might be able to handle that stuff. But if the parental unit is there and they're able to say, oh, you can handle this R-rated movie, you can handle this game, yeah, go I for think, it. I think it's a lot. Yeah, it's, it's the, the, those things are there, um, you know, obviously for a reason. So if the parents, guardians, you know, whoever sure. can pay, pay attention, um, you know. Things will be okay. Yeah. I once had a uh, copy of Death Squad's El Nino <laughs> confiscated because <laughs> my uncle ratted me out to my grandma. <laughs> it was such a good album. That is. Man. Music too. Yeah, music too, man. I was so mad. Yeah. You ratted me out. <laughs> He he he! That was the that was the album that had that rapper's delight. Oh yes. wow! No, no, that it. one was. Well, I think it it they, was did, they did put it, it on there. Yes, yes, it was. It was the oh, album that had rapper's delight on it, Carl. <laughs> yeah, um, it's burned into his memory. Well, they had. <laughs> you only no, heard it once. That uh, that originally came out in a compilation album that was called "In the Beginning." There was rap where like the current stars at that time were basically redoing the. Hip hop classics, right? So, like I said, El Nino. <laughs> well, Aristotle didn't have that one confiscated, that Carl. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah but they're all there. <laughs> they're I mean, on it. It's and on. I think I don't know if he thought that it was like the the uh, Grandmaster. No, it wasn't Grandmaster Flash that that. That Sugar, Hill Sugar Hill Gang, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know if you thought that was the original Sugar Hill Gang version or whatever, mm-hmm. but it, you know, it was Eric Sermon, Redman, uh, Keith, Murray. Keith Murray. Um, and he asked me to borrow the album, and I'm like, oh, yeah, cool. I just got this. Return it, uncle. Because, you know, whatever. So he took it, and the next week, my grandma's totally like, your uncle told me you're listening to profane music. How dare you? And I got punished. My uncle was a punk. <laughs> That's great. Uh, Victor, call any thoughts on the question? Oh, one thing I would I've been say mad ever since, by the way. I've been mad at him ever since. <laughs> I would be too. I'm mad at him just for hearing it. Right. <laughs> no, one thing I could say is um, I can agree with Aris as far as like the bonding 
and um, the networking, especially with nowadays with the you know online planes, you know plane, you can actually like network with people and play in you know other parts of the world, and also even like back in the day, like me and my cousin back in the day, our game was Streets of Rage, all three of them. Yeah, um, Streets of Rage. Tecmo Super Bowl, like that was like our game. Those were like our strong bonding moments. So um, yeah, just the whole networking and the whole bonding moment is that moments that you would get were also were like the positive points that stand out in video games Vic? yeah definitely a uh, parental guidance is a is a huge component because i remember being as young as five six years old and one of my favorite movies was robocop mm. the original <laughs> <laughs> the original not those funny sequels yeah, yeah, yeah oh yeah so so yeah um uh I actually watched it, and I turned out well adjusted as I yeah, got older. Yeah, that explains a lot. I did. Uh, <laughs> I did see Scream as like an eleven or twelve year old, and I couldn't sleep for weeks. <laughs> Thanks, mom and dad. Um, but that was Friday the Thirteenth yeah. for me. <laughs> yeah. But but yeah, it was it was, you know it was it was interesting. You know, um, one of my favorite movies also at a young age was Alien. The, all the Alien movies, mm. so it was oh, kind geez. of like nightmare fuel yeah. <laughs> and something something that I, I enjoyed as at a young age. Mm. So for me, like. Like my mom and dad would uh, would tell me would stress the importance of between what's real and what's fantasy, mm-hmm. and that you know what what I'm seeing as exaggerated and violent as it as it may be that that's not real. Right. So it's, it's important like for kids to have that you know perception to not confuse the two, and um, and you know because of that I kind of I grew up you know pretty much well adjusted for the most part. For the most and, part. And um and <laughs> I think uh, that's all of us though. And and for me like like many of the video games that I did play as a as a young kid they weren't like violent per se like they still had fighting and action but they didn't have like blood and gore until like mm. Mortal Kombat came around. Mm. So yeah. that's when like when I was a teenager that's when more of those games started entering my uh yeah. my my attention. One of my favorite games as a kid was like DuckTales. That game was, was so much game. fun. That was is a good game. Yeah. Remastered edition is cool too. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so yeah, definitely parental guidance is key. And um, and I will say um, to any parent out there, please, if you, any parents with young kids, please pay attention to the ratings on the box. They exist for a reason. Mm-hmm. I remember being at GameStop and I saw this. So I saw this mom buy her kid who looked like looked no more to me like eight nine years old buy her son a copy of Saints Row the Third. At GameStop, that game is super wholesome. <laughs> oh, and uh, and one of the game and and one of the weapons is a rather X-rated uh, mm. melee weapon. So I'm pretty sure they had an awkward conversation that mm. night. So <laughs> definitely pay attention to the ratings. Yeah, because the thing is, a game um, with violent connotations or stuff like that can negatively affect someone's very young because young people are susceptible to that kind of stuff. Same way like a, a movie can or the Third Street Saints. Street gang mm-hmm. has many bonding experiences. Also, that game teaches you that you can accomplish anything. The gang leader becomes a president, Victor. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Well, well, that kind of mirrors how depressing real life is. So, <laughs> so I, I don't know. Saints Row the fourth, might, the fourth one, that might be the most depressing game ever. Is that the one where they have like aliens and stuff? Yeah, yeah the yeah. fourth one is the Let's one with weird. aliens, where the game starts and you're the president. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. I never played any of those. Gotcha. Saints Row, things turn for though. Weird. Went <laughs> <laughs> from being mostly about actual gangs and stuff gangs, like that yeah. to zombies and aliens. Yeah. yeah, that's that's what's beautiful about that series. Saints Row the Third is one of my favorite games the year that came out. That game was fantastic. But a five year old probably shouldn't be playing. So it. good. Probably not. No, no, no yeah. probably. Because all yeah, good idea. they're all susceptible. But just a five year old watching a terrible movie. I mean, is it too. does it does have many valuable lessons. It teaches you about insurance scams, <laughs> weapons dealing. <laughs> 
mom knew what she was doing. <laughs> <laughs> this is pretty fun, Devin. Let's keep going. So, um, another thing is there. So, like I said before, I think I said how games are, well, the video game industry, I should say, is pretty much directly being blamed for kids growing up having bad behaviors and acting out, doing violent things, trying to recreate what they see in the games. Mm -hmm. But again, it's going back to the parents buying them the games. Mm -hmm. And what you said about um, like telling the difference between reality and fantasy, mm -hmm. for kids with special circumstances where they have a hard time telling the difference between like real life and like the fiction and fantasy they see in like games and movies. And for people like that, they shouldn't be allowed to play these violent games where they might think or they see you be able to kill somebody and they think, Oh, nothing happens, I can just go out and do it in reality mm -hmm. and then they, they they do it. Um uh <laughs> brain fart. <laughs> <laughs> We have them all the time. <laughs> yep. Um, do you guys think there is any actual connection between someone playing a violent game and them making the personal choice to actually commit violent acts, like hurting somebody? I think it's certainly possible. Um, if they're, you know, like I was saying earlier, a young person is susceptible. And also depends. I'm sure there's much more that goes into it. It's not just one person. Right. I played a game one day and said, oh, you know what? I shot this gun at this person. I'm going to go do it outside the house. There's way more to it. My big thing is, in the, I think, society as a whole, mental health. I don't, I don't think there's enough towards that. I don't think there's enough uh, people talking about it. I think people, when people do have mental health questions or issues, people kind of sh they get shunned a little bit, and they're kind of pushing to the back. Uh, if someone has uh, heart disease or any other organ in their body, you take medicine for that. There's things you can do to get better. When someone has something brain disease, or the brain is so wild, we don't even know a percent of what it could really do. You know, there's so much more to it. But when someone has something like that, people go, "Oh no, they're crazy." Yeah, and it's I think it's a lot of taboos. Yeah, and yeah. I think as a, us as a society need to work on that. I agree. Mm. Um, uh, as Maurice said, I agree that there is certainly a possibilities or component to it. But I think your question kind of gets to the crux of it, where it is a personal choice. A person is not made to; they are not forced to commit any you know horrendous act um, if it's not something that they uh, are choosing. To do themselves obviously they can be influenced by uh you know something like video games or something like movies you know what i mean they can get the idea for or a concept for something like that absolutely um but they can also you know get that in in real life there's atrocities that happen all the time like what's going on in freaking aleppo you know what i mean um so it, it's 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 a it's a complex question um and it it really comes down to the individual you know what i mean it, it right. comes down to what you are uh how your mental makeup and and your upbringing and everything that you've been exposed to as a person and where your moral compass is at um when when you see these things and in you know what you feel you're willing to do the things the lessons that that have been instilled in you as a person um it, it's not just one thing it's not just video games that's causing you to become a violent person. That's exactly. probably something that was ingrained in you, something that you had the capacity for previously. And, you know, I think that uh, the flip side
flip side of that coin is maybe the video games can help be an outlet for you. You know what I mean? If you have those anger issues, if you have, uh, you know, social anxiety or problems, you know, communicating or something like that. Maybe those online games, maybe those clans, maybe people that that have make a connection with you in those games can actually help you be a better person. Yeah, and and to add to what Aris says, um, I think that uh, personal responsibility uh, does factor into it because if somebody was really violent or had those tendencies, then the video game in, th in this case would just be a scapegoat. Mm -hmm. Like if, if if the video game didn't exist, then maybe some other media or maybe something else in their in their own yeah, life I mean, would I inspire think them. To that point, um, <clears throat> as far as scapegoats go, like we, I think uh, a lot of us, I don't know if Devin can, but um, we can all remember Columbine mm -hmm. and how video games took sort of a lot of the blame for that in the immediate aftermath of, of what happened, oh, yeah. uh, that, that, that tragedy. They were even taking shots at like artists like Eminem or Marilyn Manson mm -hmm. saying that they were the I ones remember who... That, yeah. Yeah. They were blaming yeah. it on everyone Everything. but the kids and the parents, right? Yep. Right, Which right, was right. crazy to me even at that time. Yeah. yeah. Sca and you'll see scapegoats with everything ever. Yeah. Nobody yeah. wants to take responsibility. Sure. Yeah. There's, and there's always way more than just one factor that goes into any of that stuff. Yep. I know that. I know around that time, that's when video games were starting to get a little more realistic. I mean, I know if you look back, it doesn't look that way. But you, you said, Devin, you started with the N64. If I remember, my memories of the N64 were it looked like air standing in front of me, not like a bunch of blocks, <laughs> but you know, that's just how the things were back then. Um, but yeah, there's always scapegoats and you know, there's always people trying to get clicks on the internet, all that clickbait, And they know, um, there's a lot of, there are a lot of good books out there. Uh, there's one I'm trying to remember that I read recently, which I'll mention on the show. I'm just going to find it. Um, but people on, online, they know if they write, Oh, video games are monsters. They create monsters. People are going to go in there and get, click that and read that and get mad. Um, and they just know that's, you know, that's a hot button thing. Yep. Easy to blame. Easy to blame, and especially if they don't know it. Um, that's the other thing. If you're gonna, if you're going to uh, criticize something, at least get to know it a little bit more. Right. Mm. It is a. We live in a society of instant reaction and hot takes. That is, yes. So it's kind of hard to sift through the trash sometimes. Yeah. And like you were saying about when people post things about basically saying that video games create monsters, people are more likely to click on them mm -hmm. than that. Um, I can't exactly remember where I heard it from before I seen it on the internet, but basically it was saying how there's so many articles like bashing video games more than ba like articles backing them up because basically there's so many people that are quick to jump to the conclusion that video games are bad and just hate on them that essentially um, the people that would make the articles trying to like defend video games, it would come to, down to the articles wouldn't sell as good. Yeah, you boring. Know, people would like yeah. be on their side. I just wouldn't want to hear mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. uh, I think a lot of that's. Oh, sorry. Go no, go, no, go, go. I was gonna say some of that is changing as well. Um, just because I think it's a generational thing. Mm -hmm. I think uh, especially at the time that Columbine happened. Um, you know, it's a lot of newspaper tv coverage it's a lot of uh you know baby boomer technology mm -hmm. uh, now on the internet you know if you're if you're if you've got a cell phone you have a mobile console yeah. in your hands yeah. and you're more receptive to you know having played probably uh video games in some capacity mm -hmm. or another and you sort of have a better understanding yeah. of of the culture and all of that right now the average gamer is over 30 years old yep. so 
it's not just kids that are playing. And that age is only going to go up. I know I'll be playing Skyrim when I'm 80 years old or Skyrim, whatever the <laughs> Elder Scrolls 52 at that time. Um, but, yeah, it's definitely going to go up. Uh, way more people have access to it. And I think people nowadays become more aware of that clickbaity stuff and yeah. trying to get away from that. And yep. the mental health thing back in the day, I mean, and the 90s were a crazy time to grow up in because you had the Attitude Era, you had Jerry Springer. Things were wild, man. It was crazy. But now people are starting to look back and like, oh, that was a little much. <laughs> the NFL used to release a DVD or VHS with the biggest hits. Mm. Now you see that and you cringe. Yeah. So that stuff, people are coming, you know, more aware of that stuff. And uh, mm. I think they're trying to get, they get the news elsewhere. Not everyone down is sitting down at 6 p.m. and watching ni- NBC Nightly News. Uh, they're getting it from other places. Mm-hmm. Um, also, a lot of people, uh, oh, not completely educated on it. Will say that games are bad for your brain. I'm sure kids have heard their parents tell them stop playing the game so much, it's gonna rot your brain or something like that. Mm. And from the research that I've done, there's been a lot of experiments on uh, groups and what and such. I actually showed the complete opposite. That actually, uh, specifically, fast-paced games can improve a lot of brain power and cognition and all that, and abilities like eye hand-eye coordination mm-hmm. and all that. And um, so there is research that shows that playing games can greatly increase your brain's capacity and things like that. But even with that, do you think that if you if there's an extreme use of playing <clears throat> playing games, could it turn from heightening your senses to then damage actually damaging your brain? Anything in excess can be a problem. I was going to say, anything in moderation thing. is A-OK. Yeah, exactly. But um, to, to that, so, so yes, I can, uh, I do think that it could be a, a bad thing. There are people who have been known to become uh, addicted to, you know, games. Uh, it happened uh, quite a bit. It was reported on quite a bit, like when Warcraft was the, the mm-hmm. all the rage, where they would just sit down. There were parents that would sit down, start playing Warcraft, knock it off for days at a time, and they would let their kids starve or, you know, just die um, in some way or another. People who just sat down and literally died themselves. So, yes, it can be a problem. Um, but like you said, the other side of that, is uh you know if i'm playing a sweet sweet match of overwatch uh <laughs> at any one moment i'm sitting here and i have to keep uh you know track of my enemy my health bar my cooldowns my position my weapons mm-hmm. my uh clip and yeah. uh and navigating yeah. so i'm multitasking strategy. at all times strategy strategizing man. communicating yeah. with my team like course, it's yeah. it is it's something that that when you think about it, like it is, it is a highly complex uh, hobby that that we enjoy, uh, gentlemen. Especially when when it comes to situations like that, especially multiplayer uh, situations uh, where, where you play in a group. So um, I I I for one think that that is highly beneficial um, in in just to 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 a person um, in many ways. Yeah, and also too like. Um like for me, I can I can say that video games definitely enhanced my problem solving skills. Like mm. es- essentially, like especially if you play like any RPG where resource management is key. Like you got to figure out uh, how to level your characters, what skills to to develop, what items to use, things like that. Even in even in stealth games too. Like for example, the current game that I'm playing is Dishonored Two, and uh, the game provides many 
several several alternative routes. So you, there's no one way to blaze through a, a single level. So it can you can sneak in stealthily. Then you have to figure out which powers to use, or if you just want to go through guns blazing. And for me, like I've always I've always appreciated that that uh, flexibility in, in gameplay for me to engage a game, not just just running it run from point A to point B. So for me, I think games are very very beneficial in that in that aspect of problem solving. Um, but as as uh, as these two said, you know, uh, every anything in excess can turn can can turn out to be a bad thing. Um, and for example, I've heard a news story a couple of years ago about some uh, kid in South Korea who died playing um, either StarCraft Two or I think uh, it might have been StarCraft Two. Like he was in an ca- internet cafe yeah. and he was there for like literally mm-hmm. like half a week and he just dropped dead. Yep, that is yep. pretty intense. <laughs> there, there were some laws passed in some Asian Asian countries like China. South yeah, Korea. they legit passed laws yeah, it because it was definitely way too much uh, for me. And it's not just video games. Anything in moderation, I think, is good. When I was younger, I once stayed up all night playing Legend of Zelda. Was that a good idea? No. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No. Um, and I got in trouble for it, and I didn't do it again. So, but I probably should, you know, for the health wise, that was one night. I was still very young. If I did it again and again, obviously that's not good. Not good. Mm-hmm. Um, but back then, I was growing up. I was more of a puzzle fan game, uh, of game, uh, puzzle game fan. Uh, not necessarily the violence. So like Zelda, a lot of puzzles in that. Got to use your brain. Got to think on your feet with a lot of that stuff. Got to be quick. Um, even if you re- if you read a book forty eight hours straight, can't be good for your eyes. Mm-hmm. Good for your imagination. True. Good for your reading com every comprehension. But there's always little things here or there. Yeah. Um, but a lot of things I would say, it's fun to go out, get your exercise. But you don't want to exercise. There's, there's over exercising. That's literally that's a thing. Yeah. Uh, so just moderation. I'm all yeah. about that moderation. Carl. Moderation is key. <laughs> I completely agree. Yeah. Moderation is definitely is key. Got you. So I'm still the type that has to, I have to get out. I hate being in the house all day. Yeah. Like, I have to get out. I have my moments where it's like, all right, I just want to stay in and mm-hmm. play this or watch whatever. But, yeah, definitely get out. Still make time to just get out there, you know, get some exercise, fresh air. Yeah. I, and I think it's um, different countries have different cultures. Um, where in China, South Korea, you want you know you will play for hours and hours. That's what you do. That is yeah. what you do here. It's a little bit different. I don't know if too many people have played. I mean, there are definitely gaming marathons out there. I've seen them, uh, played them a little bit, but um, it's a little less here. And hopefully it stays that way. And hope because I don't want, I don't want them passing laws for that because that's what that's what things get out of control. Mm. Um, yeah, moderation. Absolutely. And again. It's all about being exposed to the right sorts of games that can mm-hmm. teach children like proper morals and all things like that. Like certain the right games can teach your child leadership skills, multitasking like from Overwatch, yep. you know, is sort of violent game. Yep, and one <laughs> quick thing too, if you are a fan of sports, uh, any sport, and you want to learn that sport, you want to get into it more, you want to learn players, you want to learn plays, you want to learn everything, Madden, Madden <laughs> MLB, any of that stuff. Um, growing up, Tech Mobile, I learned all my, you know, favorite players, favorite teams, uh, different schemes, concepts. Back in the old day, Ask Madden. He would literally tell you about the play and why they're doing it. And that was a lot of fun. Uh, but if you're a, a new guy, yeah, that's great. That's great. I haven't played, I played Madden in a while, but fun times out there. I used to play a lot of baseball games and de- uh, definitely football because it can be very complicated. But if you played Madden for a couple hours, you'll be good to go. 
And there's also uh, online games where you work with a team, can teach teamwork skills. You have to work with other people to achieve goals you couldn't get done by yourself. Yep. Certain games could teach, um, hopefully inspire kids. Like if, say, the main character is someone they look up to, they see that they have the option to help strangers they run into, and they usually get a reward for it. They might see, oh, I did something good, and they might take that and like help them to better their community, like mm-hmm. help out mm-hmm. neighbors and things like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I definitely played a lot of online games growing up. So seeing the infancy, EverQuest, some of that stuff um, helps you get invested in other people. And I still have a few pals from back in the day. Which there is pretty cool. We actually played Overwatch with one of them the other day. <laughs> we literally played over EverQuest with him in 1999. And wow. He lives in California, and it's crazy. So going back to the opinion or idea of someone being addicted to video games, in your guys' opinion, well, obviously, yes, somebody can get addicted to video games to the point where they play till they die. But there's also cases where there's someone sort of looking in and just seeing someone choosing to play games more often than interacting with other people like their family or anybody around them. There's also a lot of other factors where there's cases where they grow up in a bad environment, they have like divorced parents or problems with their parents, problems at school, where they use video games sort of as an escape from their yeah. life, where their life could be so bad that they can only find being happy through playing games. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely an addictive factor, I think. Um, I'm not sure about the science behind it, like what the brain releases while you're playing. Uh, there was one book I read, uh, just the video game section. Um, the, the title's a little... It came out in 1999, uh, but it had a recent update. And uh, Jess is actually reading it for school. Hmm. And it's called... Um, Stop Teaching Our Kids to Kill, A Call to Action Against TV, Movie, and Video Game Violence. Um, and the I'm trying to find the author here. It was a little uh, dramatic, I think, uh, but it was more, it, was, it did talk a bit about the addiction piece, and there's different uh, research studies out there about kids playing over, you know, however many hours. But like you just said, it was usually those that come from a troubled background. You know, they don't have much else besides that. Um, so... It's it's really tough. There are you know those poor kids out there that don't have the friend group, yeah. uh, but they might find that you know online to get you know with with friends online. Hopefully you know, hopefully they can sign up for something outside of that with school. That's where schools come in too. You know, there's different programs. Um, I remember the teacher at North Providence who had the the geek squad, the geeks group. What's LXP, the name of that? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What was the name of the? Oh, the group itself. Um, you're talking about Mr. Francesco. Yes. Yeah, he has a group inside yeah. the school. I can't remember yes. the name of it, though. The Nerd. 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 Yeah. Nerd yeah. I mean, that's that's amazing. That is yeah. awesome, especially for someone who might be playing a lot at home by themselves. They don't have the internet, anything like that. But the Nerd Herd, hopefully different schools like that could put stuff like that together. That's, that's really amazing. I've read in some articles where they've actually compared people being addicted to video games to... Uh, other addicts that are addicted to like drug use and alcoholics, uh, how they show like some of the same signs of being addicted. Um, in the way that there's clinics and ways to help those people addicted to drugs and alcohol and things like that, are there ways to help people that are addicted to playing video games? Wow, that's an interesting question. Hmm. Um, I, 
I would guess that there's probably something out there, but I haven't. It, it's at least not very publicized. If there is, I also don't think that it's an addiction that um you know that that that's that widespread or at least mainstream where you see it terribly much. It's something that is sort of acceptable as a life choice. I think that a lot of people that go down that route tend to be, uh, you know, single loners, that type of thing. So they might be doing it in the privacy of their own home. It's not something that you see uh, often unless there is a, a support group, a, fi a family, you know, environment where they notice it. And at that point, um, the, the best support is probably the family, you know, get, get them, get them engaged in, in something else, you know, get them to, to understand that there's something outside of, uh, you know, those video games. And if worse comes to worse, freaking cancel the internet, man. Let's <laughs> go, you know, trade yep. in that console. Yep. Like, you, you're going to have to. <laughs> sometimes tough love is the best turkey. love. <laughs> I had, cold I, turkey. Well, I always, I always kind of had that balance. Like I would play some video games, but then I'll be out and about somewhere, whether it's like art classes, uh, break dancing. I was pretty big into back in the day. So mm -hmm. it's so. It is, but it also, like, your friends and family could can come into play for somebody who is, you know, addicted to video games. Like, just have maybe maybe interventions for them uh, <laughs> some sort. Yeah. Or just expose them. Or just expose yeah, exposure is good, yeah. Other, yeah. other things. Because it's, it's not all just that. Thankfully, it's not something you're putting into your body, like a chemical thing, or right. but that, that's affecting it's pieces right. of your brain. I mean, I don't know if I, I would say, like, I'd rather video game addiction than right. drugs. I mean, yeah. I guess I would. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, it, they're both not good yep. things. Yep. Uh, it's funny, like, the person that I know um, that plays the most video games that I know of anyone I've ever met ever mm -hmm. is a family man. And he's yeah. a good dad, yeah. and he like I see those pictures online all the time. And he does yeah. things with them, yeah. but he plays a billion hours yep. of video games. We come to the office on Monday, there. It's like, oh, he played X amount. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> get out! Get out of here! That's a dream right there, man. Oh <laughs> so I, I mean, there is a way to find that balance. Yeah. I, I guess. I mean, it's yeah. It's, it's, and it's, sometimes I've, it's tough when you're in adulting all the time. And I've asked him, and he's like, what? Is, like, he's, he just enjoys them. He enjoys the story, the aspect, different aspects of it. It's little, his hobby. Yeah hobby get away from it all um yeah so like some people's hobby going and playing golf some people are playing tiger woods pga tour 2008 right yeah. cool <laughs> fun game i used to play that one back in the day um <laughs> uh, one of the articles that you use for source in the paper i'm writing it talked about this kid who would spend pretty much every day playing games for like 14 hours a day most of the time but somehow he still managed to be an honor student in school, hmm. and he's now actually, uh, well, uh, when the article was written, when he was actually in school, was taking um, courses and studying in a college in Chicago. So. That's awesome. Nice. Yeah. For for something like that, I'm, I'm curious. I'm curious because there's always there's more there's always more to not just that uh, study, but all other there's studies. Priorities, too. right? Yeah. Like if you prioritize the thing, you know, those things, mm -hmm. your everyday life activities, and you handle those things. I mean, I guess you could play 14 hours as long as you've taken care of your other I, responsibilities. Oh, absolutely. I, I bet when he got home, he did his homework. That's yes, right. And then yeah. went to play video games. It was I'm sure it was always done. Handed yeah. in, printed out. All no, that I wouldn't stuff. want my kid playing 14 hours of video right. games. I'll say that. That's a lot of hours. It yeah. is an awful lot of hours. Yeah. It yeah. is a lot. But of, it is a lot of hours. Like for me, like a reasonable time is like five hours at the most. Mm -hmm. mm, yeah. That's pretty that's good. reasonable. Yeah, yeah, I mean, if you're on the weekend or something like that, you want to throw down. I got yeah. you. I can hit like three or four hours nowadays. Yeah. I do still lose yeah. time every once in a while. But when I was younger, 
Oof. Yeah, I could go. Oh, oh man, could I go? Younger, but yeah. Remember, we the only responsibilities we had were <laughs> that's right doing good in school. That's right. I, I also possibly that chores not, unless yeah. you were spoiled. But I know I had a very good um, childhood. If my parents are still listening, I had a very good childhood. You know, if I got my work done. I was able to play, but yeah. I also had siblings to contend with, so we had to trade off, made sure we had um, different turns, stuff like that. We played together with the multiplayer games. I'm still very confused nowadays, now that all the online is multiplayer online, where the split screen, we used to do that on like a 20-inch television. <laughs> now I can't even handle it on my 50-inch <laughs> television. I don't get it. I, I can't comprehend. My brain cannot comprehend. When I see that split screen, I'm like, oh, God, uh, this looks gross. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. But yeah, we were, I was able to get all the stuff Hashtag done. GoldenEye. Yeah, exactly. Oh, absolutely. GoldenEye, like you said, Mario Kart earlier. The Mario Kart 64, Super Mario Kart. All great games. Um, but yeah, it's prioritizing and having that Eye over your shoulder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the longest time that I've ever consecutively played video games was when Modern Warfare 3 came out. I coincidentally was sick that day. <laughs> <laughs> we all need a mental health day every once in a while. What a coincidence. My mom went and picked it up for me, and I was home alone all day. I had nothing to do, so I played the campaign for seven hours straight and beat it in one day. Mm-hmm. Damn. Nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah, the last... That, you used to have to do that not by choice back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> um, back, I mean, back, the last one I played, I think Halo 3 when that came out, or 2, I think me and my friends went to get the Midnight release and just played it all night and beat it um but back i think it was when did that release i don't know if that was like summertime but i didn't have anything i didn't have anything else to do like all my things were completed i, I think i was off of school at the time for whatever reason but everything was done yeah. if you got everything done you know like i said everyone needs a mental health day every once in yeah, a while absolutely everyone needs their hobbies people go and golf for four six hours 18 mm-hmm. holes takes a long time to get through yeah. so hey if you're enjoying yourself and you're Completing other stuff, I say go for it. I just yeah. find it doesn't hold my interest any longer. Like I, ca- I can go three to four hours, mm-hmm. and then I'm like, I want to go do something yeah. else now. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But it changes that you get older, because I, yeah, yeah. I'll say like for me, like the last game that I've gamed like literally al- almost all day or pretty much all day was Uncharted Four. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember like uh, the the first the first day I got it uh, when when I, when I got it in the mail, I played like the first third. And then the next day, I was just you know I had a day off, so I was just playing it. I'm like, oh, this is good. I want I'll play a little more, and then I'll get, get grab something to eat. And then that little more turned into like five more hours. Mm-hmm. I also realized Damn, I get a, a much more a much more notice. I notice much more when I get hungry. Like when I was a child, I feel like I didn't get hungry. Now I'm like, oh, I'm starving. I need to get something. I need to get up and go. Yeah. Uh, but and but a game like Uncharted Four, you know, these new games are technical marvels. That game is so cinematic. Yes. You don't think about getting up. You know, you want to keep the story going. Same with yep. movies. Um, book. I I will read for hours and hours and hours it, when I get lost into a book. Dresden Files. Re- yeah, most recently. Yeah, I need to, uh, that. That new one needs to come out. <laughs> yeah. So those those are the kind of stuff. Like I will read that and i'll be like i need to know what happens next and i'll keep reading and i will mm-hmm. forego eating i will forego drinking just to That's finish my that. problem with a good book as well yeah. i'll stay up all night yes to show up to work like a zombie <laughs> like, oh, i shouldn't have done that yeah. that book was so good yeah when uh harry potter came out the the, the eighth one the the play one mm. the cursed child i yep. got it read it that night i still was, haven't read that <laughs> it, yeah because it's a, it's in play form it's a little bit different but i was yeah. able to i read it until like 1 2 a.m and i was like yeah that was really good you know, but I like those stories. I like to finish them. It doesn't happen so much with video games anymore. I don't know what the trigger is. I'm sure there's more to that. But it's also just getting older. Yeah. I'm, I get tired. 
I have a higher tolerance for like like story based things. Like if it's yeah. a really cinematic yeah. story based yeah. game, like Uncharted, I'll yeah, because you beat that pretty quickly. Longer tolerance. Uh, it took me a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah, okay. Mm. And uh, that game's not super duper long. Right, I right, would right. Say, but it took me like two weeks to beat it. Um, <laughs> but it's just uh, yeah, I think it's just that things change as you get older, man. Th- yeah. Different things hold your interests. Mm. So um, Devin, we'll have you on the show in ten years. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe <laughs> <laughs> we'll catch up with you. See how <laughs> things have changed. <laughs> so, unfortunately for me, I love story-based games more than online games. That's cool. Me too. They, they do not last long. I get, I started. I guess Skyrim does. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the reasons why I wanted to get that Watch Dogs mm. really long games because I love the stories, but I always find myself just getting sucked into it and beating it extremely quickly, and then I'm just oh. lost. To know Hold this up, game are, you, are you not a fan Final of Final, Final Fantasy, Final. Devin? When I was younger, actually, I never really got into it, surprisingly. I played um Kingdom Hearts, though. Mm. Do you like me some Kingdom Hearts? That's a what? good one. Yeah, Final 15. Final, Final Fantasy 15 is dope. I was hoping to talk more about that today. <laughs> we'll we'll <laughs> get into it. We'll get into it. Not today, but we will yeah, definitely. We'll, have a we'll do a full show on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I am off next week from work and the show. So I'll be getting a lot of Final Fantasy 15 time. <laughs> yeah. in. Uh, Kingdom Hearts is probably the last game three, which is now like ten years ago. Good God, yeah, that's crazy. Huh? That I just went all in. You know, I just played it all the way through, and that's a you know, it's a pretty good. That's a pretty lengthy game. So yeah. good times. One of uh, one of the uh, game games that I really liked playing when I was younger on the PlayStation Two was Jack and Daxter. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Unfortunately, I had an extremely bad experience Jack and Daxter Three. <laughs> it was a weekend. I just started playing it. I started from the beginning of the game, and just played like all the way through. I was just so like tied into the story and what was going on that I forgot to save the whole time. Oof. Oh, oh no! I literally, I got to like the end of the game. I opened. It was like one of the big doors you go through where it like hits a loading screen. I got a black screen. Oh. And it never came back on. Oh. oh. <laughs> Yep, I would do the same. I would do the same thing. When I played uh, Knights of the Old Republic, Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic Two, the Sith Lords, uh, I got to Nar Shaddaa, and the game just bugged out. And it was only like the second world of like the main story, but I put a lot of time in to it. And my last save was like I don't know how it happened, but a little similar. It was like five hours before. Wow! I'm like, oh man, <laughs> I got so mad. I didn't play for another year. <laughs> I'm usually like. Super anal about me too. keeping extra saves, but I must have been since then. Like I just save everything now. Like Final Fantasy 15, I'll save every like twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah. pretty Same drastic saver. <laughs> yeah. Call good call. I would be too after that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know if I just have bad luck with my games crap in the bed, but it started with that, and later on my Mario Kart for the Wii, it literally just stopped working. I checked. There was not a mark on the disc. It mm-hmm. literally stopped working. We didn't know why. But here's the good thing about video games: is it helps you control your anger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's man. that's crazy. You have an older brother that eggs you on. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, we all have one of the. Well, not all of us, but I do. No. Bros. <laughs> any uh, any other questions, Evan? Um. So going with the misconceptions and like bashing of video games and them being blamed with anything. Is there any, like, just in general, any ridiculous things you've heard about games that you completely disagree with? 
Um, I will say that uh, one of the more ridiculous things I hear uh, is uh, when some people who have no concept of video games say that, oh, you still play video games at your age? Oh, yeah. And, and, I, and I look at them and it's like, dude, it's like video games are mainstream. It's, nerd, it's part of nerd culture. It's a mainstream thing. Games are for everybody. Mm-hmm. Like literally there are grandparents who play Wii games or even mobile yeah. games at the very least. Yeah, healthy so, stuff too. Yeah, we didn't even get into yeah. that. Yeah, like, yeah, definitely. We, like for like as we yeah, fit. I'm sorry to yeah, I'm sorry to cut you off, but but yeah, I work with people with uh, developmental disabilities, mm-hmm. and in our day program, we actually had a Wii. We mm-hmm. we used to play like Just Dance, the Michael Jackson Experience games with them. I'm sure you and killed then, that, Carl. Oh Bird. man. <laughs> 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 That's so Carl. <laughs> <laughs> but it but you know, it actually got them got them moving. There were some clients that we had who um who didn't who couldn't really like move certain limbs, but they those games like that just happened to like get you know, they was able to get that exercise in in that certain, you know, body part mm. that they couldn't move or whatever. Mm. They were just able to, you know, get that movement going. So that's you know, that's one of the Big, um, that's a huge benefit, but yeah, one, um, yeah, I've, ooh, and a lot of people that say, Oh, you're, you're still playing video what games, mean about the brain, fart <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <I> have. <laughs> people that ask you, like, Oh, you're still playing video games at your age, it's like, it's usually if it's an older person, 30s, 40s, like, you're probably wa- going home and watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians, so just slow your roll, lady. <laughs> There's games for everybody, yeah, and I don't judge everybody. people what television they watch. If you enjoy that show, yeah. have at it, have a great time, don't judge me. No. And, and mind you, like some of the people who complain about, oh, you still play video games at the at their age, they're big Harry Potter fans, mm. like uh, a couple of people I know, and like, and it's and it's like, yeah, and, and some of them are are, in, are into Marvel, and it's like, and they look at video games like, oh, that's still like a kids thing, and it's like, really, it's a kids thing. Would you let your kids sit down and play Metal Gear Solid Five? Okay. Mm. Would you let your kids sit down and play The Last of Us? Get it, Vic? Preach. I mean, I would. But still. <laughs> Uh, you play. You still play video games. Well, you're 16 and pregnant. So. <laughs> there you go. Boom. Shade thrown. It's a good reality show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the, the un um, uneducated people will say a lot of ridiculous things about a lot of stuff. I usually just block that whatever out. You know, you do you. If you um, whatever helps people sleep at night. You know, if you want to be negative about something that other people enjoy, have at it. I prefer to be positive. Yeah. Kill them with kindness. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and and there's one more thing, uh, one more ridiculous thing that people said, and this was actually uh, promoted by the late great film critic Roger Ebert, who who infamously oh. said, mm-hmm. he infamously sure did. said that video games are not art, which is one of the more profoundly dumbest <laughs> statements I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. I mean, video games are obviously art, right? You know, like the artistry, the the creativity that goes into it. Like to say that the video games are not art is an insult to all the artists and the programmers and the and the voice actors and everybody that. You know, takes the time to build a game from the ground under, up. I'll show this uh, later, but um, under the webcam, which obviously we'll move because we have Facebook Live, that is the art book for Star Wars: The Old Republic, mm-hmm. the MMO. A lot of fantastic work in there, yes. amazing stuff, and there are art museums that have toilets in them, literal toilets. <laughs> Google it; <laughs> it's <Yeah>. there. Uh, <laughs> I mean, one of my yeah, yeah. Continue. Yeah, like 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 try to play Bioshock or, or or The Last of Us or Final Fantasy and tell me those are not works of art. Yeah, yeah tell right. me with a straight face those are not works of art. Come yeah, on. I remember now. playing Madden one yeah. day and my mother just walks in. She's like, oh "My God, it looks so real." <laughs> one of the older word versions. Where yeah. I mean, it much more. Yeah, so that's some legit stuff. And that, the yeah, Final Fantasy has all... the art rate on the cover of it, yeah. the yeah. digital edition. Yes. Yeah. 
I think it all it's all an eye of the beholder, but Ooh. one of the things that um I, I consider sort of uh a, a litmus test for a work of art is if it inspires someone. Mm-hmm. And there's been a lot of video games that have inspired people to, you know, go on and and, and do some visionary things in the medium or outside of it. So mm-hmm. um there there are visionaries in, in every form uh, of entertainment and video games, you know, they rank up there the same as to me at least as movies music uh literature um yeah. actual art yep uh so you know i i've definitely played my fair share of games that that have inspired me um and and made me think and i think that that's a staple of any good piece of uh artwork yeah it's a, it's a really amazing stuff out there to the in the business side of it as well a lot of good jobs a lot of different great minds working that wouldn't don't want to work in, you know can't work in other fields it's it's really amazing stuff um if anyone has any additional thoughts um for some of the questions that devin asked us today hit us up on facebook uh codex on podcast at gmail.com we would we'll put them love up. to hear from you guys yeah we'll definitely put the questions up for sure um if there's more scholarly people out there like i said uh jess had one of her classes that was big into violence and movies video games i'd like to get her thoughts too um she did yeah. read that book does yeah, it help devin out yeah, that, yes, absolutely. Help Devin out, please. And oh, yeah. the, the crazy thing is, you know, this is your senior project. There are grad school programs that get into this. So th- yeah. th- there's a lot, a lot to do that more than you can just talk about in an hour and a half yeah. show, two hours. Um, but, you know, maybe, you know, Devin, maybe we could have you back on the show once your project's done, you know, you get a final thoughts, how everything goes. We'll. We'll definitely uh, have you back on for sure. Like I said, definitely 10 years from now. At the, at the very so, least, write us an update. Yeah, yeah, let us know how things, things went. go. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're is happy that, to have is that you. all you had for us? Oh, yeah, it pretty much wraps up all the questions I had. Uh, anything else you guys want to talk about here? No, I think that, those are some really good questions. I was actually very deeply, uh, you know, I did think a lot for those, so thank you. We really appreciate that. Um, I did I did read it as it was his last question. That's why I, <laughs> I moved it along. I was like, okay, that's enough. That's enough for today. I've, I've thought too much. Uh, but we really appreciate having you on. Um, one last thing. I don't think um, we have the emails here, but the, co- the um, question of the week, Carl Bird. Yeah, we got a response show. from last week's uh, question, which was, uh, which superhero would you cast yourself as? I had to specify and put based on looks. (laughs) Of course, I will always say Miles Morales. Mm -hmm. But um, our response was for Carl. (laughs) Listen, I could put I could pull it off. (laughs) No, Uh, the question is shallow, Carl. (laughs) Oh, you can be a you can be a young skinny black man. What? Is that what you're saying, Carl? Oh, oh, I mean, I got the complexion. But I'm saying, Carl, that's not what I meant. Yeah, you could pass off as Miles Morales. Why is he got to be on looks? Well, uh, P Funk the Beast on Instagram said, I like that name. (laughs) (laughs) He's actually a real big dude. I actually um, (laughs) DJed one of his art shows. He. he did one of the, I don't know if you saw on our Instagram, the Walking Dead uh, graffiti piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's the one who did that. He was inducted to the Graffiti Hall of Fame in nice. New York. Oh, wow. Oh, nice. two ago. That's cool. But um, he said, easy, the Hulk. <laughs> and somebody that knows him, yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, who would you say? Who would you cast yourself as? Oh, my God to say, honestly... Batman, he's one of my favorite yeah. heroes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Batman. He doesn't have any powers, but the fact he is just an average person that kicks ass and has managed to not die through mm-hmm. everything he's gone to, even still toe to toe with the super powered alien, puts him higher level than anybody else in my book. 
That is what I like man. to hear. You will not hear any quabbles here on the Codex Farm Podcast, that's for sure. Friend, friend of the show, Furman, also chimed in, and he said, uh, Sabretooth. Oh, yeah. Gambit. Yeah. So Gambit there. My father last week, we did miss it as you sang it live. He did say Silver Surfer, Surfer. which yeah. I could guess that is his favorite growing up. Really, <laughs> yeah, That's pretty cool. You get to ride on a freaking surfboard across the galaxy. and You get to be the herald of a guy who eats planets. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> I'd be all about that. Uh, anything for this week, Carl Bird? Yes. Um, okay. So being with their horrible track record, what would you say is the all-time worst video game, I mean, movie, video game-based movie? Mortal Kombat Deception. Unfortunately, because the first one was so good. The, you mean the second one. Annihilation. Annihilation. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, that. that yep. Deception was one of the games, huh? Yeah. There's yeah. been so many. Yeah. Um, yeah, Annihilation. That movie was I don't know, man. Awful. The part at the end when they turned to dragons, it was pretty sweet when I was like five. Awful. What an awful movie. At the very, very oh end. My he like God. grabs guy's shoulder. Oh, the animality. I'm sure that any of the Uvi Bowl movies mm. are probably worse, but I haven't yeah. seen any, so I can't speak to it. Right. Them. Screw that guy, though. Uh, hmm. mm. Well, for me, worst video game-based movie. I know Tim's going to say Well, well um, it's a tie between, one, anything Uwe Bowl directed, mm. and two, the all-time undisputed heavyweight champion, Super Mario Bros. I knew he was oh, going to say that. Yeah. Have you seen any of Uwe Bowl's movie? I've seen clips. Okay, then don't judge that man, Victor. Uh, just, Come on, judgeable. see his work. I didn't nope. judge him. I judge I didn't him. Judge him. I've, I judge him as a human being because I've heard yeah, some well, of his yeah, interviews. I, I said, I, screw that guy. I said, <laughs> I said that. Oh, ju- <laughs> but I'm saying being, I haven't judged his work because mm-hmm. I haven't seen mm-hmm. it, and I refuse mm-hmm. to. Yeah, I refuse to too. I, I mean, that's Mario- a good project for you, Vic. Oh, Watch all of Uvi Vol's movies. And report back to us. <laughs> yeah, I would like just one of them. Yeah, just put me on suicide watch. <laughs> <laughs> Ma- oh God, Mario! Yeah, Super Mario Brothers was just so. Weird. It was I, weird. Yeah, what what meetings yeah. took place to get that show? I oh, that movie. I have no idea. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I can't even think of one off the top of my head that I've actually seen all the way through. Let's make a Mario Brothers there's, movie. There's plenty we'll of bad movie. ones. Yeah, there's a lot. But of I usually avoid ones. them. Like the ones that I like, Resident Evil. I saw, which was good. Yeah, Resident Evil. Was okay. um, I only saw the first one, but it was decent. They they've all been like mediocre yeah, yeah. movies, They're but not okay. the worst of no, all. No, no, no. Um, so yeah, well, that's a good. Question. But yeah, so it have uh, one that I can remember would have to be Super Mario Brothers. I have a three way tie. Oh my goodness! Okay. Wow, Double Dragon. Wow. Oh, <laughs> I forgot that existed. <laughs> That's so bad. <laughs> Damn, oh Double God. Dragon. <laughs> you can't have a three-way tie with one movie, Carl. No, it was it was Double Dragon. Mm-hmm. Tekken. Seen some of that one, Oof. yeah. The live action Tekken and Street Fighter, the oh. first one. No, that's yeah. an that's the an, underrated, underrated, that's an underrated classic. I can't get on board it with this. Was, I, no, no, I, I agree with Carl. Street Fighter was garbage because <laughs> his boy was the main yeah, character. What I mean, about you, Devin? It's got sentimental value. Plus, Raul Julia's oh, last movie, man. No. You can't call it the worst. I will say, staying on that theme, sorry, Devin. Uh, Chun Li, that Street Fighter Legend of Chun Li. That's okay. a dark horse, uh, super terrible video game movie. <laughs> so it's, I'm assuming, based more on the animes more than the video game. But there is both. But I gotta say, the live action Dragon Ball movie. Oh yeah, that horrible. was. We did garbage. mention that a few weeks back. Is weird. So, uh, are you a Dragon Ball fan? I'm pretty big Dragon. Ball nice, fan. awesome, nice. awesome. We'll have to. When we talk more about the Dragon Ball Super, we'll have to get you get your thought on that through email or Facebook yeah, li- uh, Facebook Live. 
Oh, you haven't got it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, I'm sure it'll be in Toonami pretty soon, but we'll definitely yeah, get more to that. Yeah, it is. They already announced like, the voice oh, cast and everything. It's right, on Crunchyroll yeah. right now. I, I'm currently watching yeah. Dragon Ball Super. It's good stuff. That's cool. That's cool. And, uh, and also, speaking of video game movies, unfortunately, Assassin's Creed has been getting terrible oh, reviews. God. Oh, man. Oh, Those trailers look so cool. Yeah. yeah. Last I checked, it was 19% on the Rotten Tomatoes movie. Ouch. So, again, looks like this movie isn't so breaking, it's not breaking Jesus, the video even game. Even BBS had 33%. <laughs> yeah. So, Victor and Carl, you guys are going to go see it to review it on the show uh, next week's. Victor and Carl. That's right. Next special. week is a Victor and Carl special. Oh, <laughs> Assassin's um, Creed. Um, I want to know what you guys think. I'm riveted. <laughs> if not, if not, depending on how things I go. probably won't. <laughs> I probably won't. I got too much going on I'll, this weekend. I mean, if I can find time in my schedule, I might take a bullet. <laughs> Come on, man. Have some dedication to the cause, Vic. Why don't you have some dedication to the cause? I'll be on the show. Of course. I'm not going to watch that. <laughs> what? There's no, there's no point in that, Vic. Yeah, of course you wouldn't. You can chime in with an email. Email. Who uses that anymore? Yeah, right. <laughs> I'll write you snail mail. It won't get there in time. Thank do you. you mean I, do you mean I would have to email Codex Prime Podcast at gmail.com? Like, get out of here, Vic. Great. Yeah, you can even include a five star review on, on iTunes. <laughs> I mean, I could do that. <laughs> you could. And, and you can also check us out on SoundCloud and iTunes and Google Play. All of them mm. places? All, yep. All of them. We are. And YouTube. Yep. Yep. Yep, and if you're so inclined to, you could participate during our Facebook Live, like all of our wonderful listeners today, like Furman. Furman. <laughs> you did comment a lot. Uh, Mr. David Sumeru. boy, out of boy. Uh, but yeah, thank you all for uh, listening today. Um, Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Yeah. Whatever you... Enjoy it. Just happy have holidays. fun. Happy, happy holidays, holidays to everybody. It's inclusive for everything. Devin, thank you so much for joining us today. We appreciate having you on, and good luck with your project. I appreciate you taking the time to have me on your show, and I really appreciate all the help and answers you guys have given me. Absolutely. So if there's anything That's else fun, we can man. do, go to at gmail.com. Welcome on the show. You're yep. a friend of the show now. That's Absolutely. right. Bonded for so life. Lifetime membership. <laughs> Later, nerds. <laughs> Peace out, y'all. Later. Thanks for listening.